Hello, I'm Ian. And I'm Darren, and welcome to Average Bikers in a Cave. A show where a group of average bikers chat and share opinions about all things motorbike, from news, reviews, interviews, and the big questions. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe, tell your friends, and leave us a review. On today's Later Than Usual episode, we cover off some of the latest news from the biking world. And today's big question, it's more of a big viewpoint. We've got a couple of special guests in to share their views on the biking world. This week's episode is sponsored by Afterground, an exceptional drone, wedding, portraiture and events photography and videography company that specialises in capturing video and images on the ground and in the air in a style that is modern yet timeless, interesting and vibrant, with a focus on exhilarating moments and pure fun. Using their experience, skills and knowledge, they will work with you to ensure your videos and photos are exactly the way you want them. For more information or to chat to the team, head over to www.afterground.com or check out their Facebook page. Chicken time! I made that a bit longer than I probably should have. <laughs> cool. Uh, well, Allah, shall I shall I go first with the wee check-in? Yes, go first with well, the wee check-in. Well, today, I can announce that I've, I've had the Harley Sportster back for a while now. I know I said I had it back last time, but it didn't quite work out that way, did it? So, uh, um, got it back, then, then it had to go back in, back out again, back in, in and out, and it was like the hokey-cokey. I'm, I'm tempted to name it the hokey-cokey, because it's been in and out and in and out and shaking all about. But uh, that's, actually, that's what she said. Actually, um, I've decided to name it Maverick after my Top Gun fetish. Yes. So there we go. Although, unbeknownst to me, Darren was actually nicknamed Maverick um, back in the day, weren't you? Back in the day when I was at college, I yeah. Yeah. So, Long time ago. So it just goes to show you great minds think alike. Exactly. So I've been out in the Sportster now, uh, fantastic. Uh, and actually, you know, when I was getting in and out and doing all that, I was thinking to myself, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually beginning to decide to just get rid of this bike is really annoying me it's really finding it frustrating i'm thinking is it the bike is it me or whatever but now that i've got it back i absolutely love it it is super fun and it is super fast it's ridiculously fast. coming on i was coming on the motorway the other night there and some guy behind me in an audi was doing that thing you know when when, when people merge onto the motorway and they want to just kind of scoot out to the outside lane and try and overtake everyone yes. and no give everybody a shot and, yes. I, and i saw him edging to do it i went oh well, this isn't happening, <laughs> and I didn't even have the thing in sports mode, and I left the guy for dust, and he was not an S an S three or something like that, right? And I just left him for dust. It was the greatest feeling in the planet. I still obviously stayed within the speed limit. Obviously, I didn't, I didn't go above yes. you know the nationals. 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 Um, but uh, but yeah, so um, there we go. And also just a big shout out to the guys at um, at West Coast Triumph because uh, they're now currently looking after my looking after Abigail, my wee street cup for me. Again, getting it through the MOT and everything. It's so. just not the same if you don't have a bike at West Coast. Ah, exactly. <laughs> so basically, I got the sports to back, and I, I was going to go and I've got two bikes here, not one of them sitting in West Coast waiting to get work done. I didn't, if you're right, it didn't feel right. So I felt, you know, I really need to just like put another one into the workshop, <laughs> let it sit there for a wee while, you know. So um, uh, I'm going to, when, when that happens, I'm going to speak and see if maybe they can have a look at John's mutt, just so we've got something in there. Just, just so you get a bike in there. <laughs> just a bike in there, do you know. Um, so from a biking perspective, that's my check-in. I think not a huge amount, this, but it's just great fun to be on the Sportster. Great fun. How's the helmet? 
the I know, helmet. I know we're going to do a follow up. But we're going to, quick, but I, think I, was, I was kind of hoping a few months for the helmet because I've still not tested out the comms on it. Right. Okay. Um, I tested them out very quickly. Was told that I sounded like I was underwater, uh, and I was a, a mild panic. And then when I when I really thought I hadn't just quite pushed the mic thing in, uh, and it quite clicked in, kind of click click. So um, so I've still got a wee bit of testing of the comms too, and then we'll, we'll come back to the helmet. But in terms of comfort, in terms of noise, it's great. Absolutely great, and I really and actually what one of the the, the the positives I say about the helmet is the visor is just that wee bit. It just feels that wee bit thicker and sturdier than than other helmets. You know, yeah. it's it's a real. It's, if this is possible, it's a quality piece of perspex. Do you know what I mean? Quality piece of quality piece of perspex. Quality piece of perspex. Can seen that with a couple of hoffs. So yeah, so absolutely. Um, still loving the helmet, and um, you know. Loving the look of it. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going good. Yeah, Excellent. Mm. What about yourself, sir? Not much, to be honest. I've spent pretty much most of my waking time learning Premiere Pro and trying to put videos together, which if anyone's watched or kept an eye on our YouTube, you can definitely see what videos Ian's done and what ones I've done because there is definitely a, a demarcation in terms of um, quality or, you mean, <clears throat> so. But for all, you mean... It's been actually fun. It's been quite interesting. It's quite funny, doesn't it? It's it is. Funny and I'm interested to see because this podcast will be the first podcast we've edited on the new software, yes. which will be interesting. Then I've had a couple of warm-ups and a bit of a play just to make sure that, that goes fine. But other than that, not really much. I've been adding little bits to um, the Nightster, um, just little wee things, um, you know I mean, quad lock, all those kind of little accessories yeah, yeah, that, yep. that we're on. I need to get Nicholas, a new cord lock for a minute. Like Nicholas Bout before and stuff. Stuff. So, Yes. Yeah, cool. So, yeah, but other than that, it's, it's been... done a couple of runs, but nothing overly major. I'm hoping not next week, week after, get a, a nice... get a couple of nice days and get some decent miles in. Um, just because kind of missing it. And obviously yeah. I'm off on holiday. Nice, nice. Get some things. So, yeah. Mm. All in all. Oh, and our board's back. The board is back. The board, well, not the board. The board didn't come back. Yeah. They just completely they just put it in a brand new yeah. one, which is good. Because um, same, same with my DJI. DJI. Right? DJI came yeah. back. And they just replaced and it that, brand new. That was quick. That was very. That sorry. was very yeah. quick. I mean, don't they go? Just no questions asked, no quibbles, and no. just under warranty. Here you go. Here's a new one. Boom. That's it. Aye. Sorted. Nice one. And yeah. over, aye. And did you mention your other new toy? Your new drone. Um, Did we cover that in the last one? Or uh, that I'm a... not sure we covered that one. I've got the, the, the new DJI Mini Pro 3. Which obviously we'll need to take out and test. But so we are going to be doing that very soon, I think. So right. um, you've got up, a bit of time up off. Up in Glencoe. Up in Glencoe. So <laughs> um, a wee green wellie chip or something like that. I'm just so. throwing that out there. Yeah. I've actually, I say I'm throwing that out there. I've got a whole route planned, you know what I mean? Which is like an all day effort. So Susan, if you're listening, I'm going to need to borrow him for the day. Yep. Excellent, but yeah. I'm so there you go. To that. There we go. That so is check check in. <laughs> we're, um, we're rushing through check in a bit because we've got some amazing stuff coming. Yeah, up. there's some other stuff. You know, and the, the guests are coming up, and and I've I've got a feeling that it'll be quite a, a long, um, yes, a, a long session of lots of really cool, interesting stuff. Aye, it's definitely. Yeah. I, this, this is. This I is, do feel that this, you know, <laughs> that it's going to be really long. Um, so uh, we'll rattle through everything else. <laughs> Uh, because we haven't recorded that before recording this side, yes. of honest. No, not at all, you know, not at all. Hmm. The magic, hmm. the magic of audio podcasts. Nice. Yes. Nice. Yeah, nice. Do you like that? Nice. Yeah, sure. All right, we should get that the in magic. a button. We the magic. We should get that in a button. Yeah. Um, however, yes, 
what I did think we would do this week is yes. I thought we'd have a little bit of fun. I like this. So yes, I think it's cool. I, I mean, we did talk about this before, maybe doing like top tens and all yep, that kind of yep. stuff. And I just thought, do you know what? There's, there was an interesting article all about some like things, right? I'm not spoil it. Things, right? So we thought we'd throw some useless facts out there. Okay. Some interesting stuff, and I was trying to th- kind of come up with a jingle, but I just ran out of time. But I really wanted to do this little jingle. I, you, Pointless you, 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 dull yep. facts of the week. You, you really are reliving your Steve Wright fantasies. Aye, pretty much, Steve pretty much. Steve Wright in the afternoon. Aye, exactly. Yeah, Aye. Or, 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 David, uh, or David Letterman's kind of top 10 Aye, thing. Aye. Aye. So, yes, so this is we might do this every time, we might do it now and again. Yep. Who Aye. knows? We'll Who see knows? how it goes. But yes, let's go. This is pointless dull fact of the week. All right, Ian, you get the first five. First five. The first five facts are number one. Ding, 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 ding. No, okay. 1956. 30 miles per hour for built up areas became permanent. It was trialed in 1935. Yes, trialed from 1935. It's the yep. longest ever trial ever, that. We'll see if these 20 miles, but 23 years later. Yeah. Could be a thing. I think we've got enough data now. Aye, I mean, absolutely. Good to be fair. Back in nineteen thirty-five, it was a wee guy standing inside the room with a pencil. So it's a, a pencil, a pencil, a pencil, a nice pencil. For anyone listening, Something. not yeah, in the based in the west coast of Scotland, it's a, a pencil. It's a pencil. Yes, a a, a, a wooden a. and graphite shafted writing <laughs> implement. There we go. That's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ah, no. Okay, uh, dull, pointless fact number two. <laughs> 1,674,236 is the number of potholes filled by local councils in 2021. <laughs> it's such a useless fact. It's such a useless fact. But it's like, really? That many? Pointless dull facts of the week, number three. 93.6 million pounds was the cost to fill those holes in 2021. So when somebody says to you, go fill your hole, you can say that would be 93.6 million pounds, please. I wonder what that cost is per hole then. I made it. You just carry on. You do I'll that, do, do, the math, math. do the math, right? Uh, the next one is another cost-related um, thing, which is, it is. It cost three point six million pounds of compensation and claims for users who have suffered pothole damage, and that's not a euphemism. That is a three point six million pounds has been paid out in road user claims for pothole damage. Now, if it costs ninety three point six million to fix them, and it's only three point six million in claims, what do you think the cost would be in claims if they didn't fix them? Astronomical. Astronomical. 55 quid and 90 pence per pothole. So there you go. So the average price of a pothole fix is 55 quid, basically. Aye, aye, 56 quid. Call it 56 quid, right? So, so, But that's just the cost of the fix the hole. That's not including the actual claim. No, no. That's a whole other spreadsheet. That's exactly. But but to be fair, very quickly based on those maths, it'd be £5 and then divide that by three. It'd only really be about two quid per pothole on average as a claim. So for every pothole that you see, that's £2 it will cost the council if you thump through it on average. On average. If you base it just purely on maths, (laughs) which doesn't really work. But anyway, so anyway, anyway, so... Uh, and, and dull pointless fact number five is 
35.9 million is the estimate number of people holding a full UK driving licence with 83% of them male and 77% female, which is mathematically impossible. I know. I like I know. that. That's why I put it in there. Because I was reading through it and went, that just doesn't make, that's I, not possible. Yeah. How's well, that? I think, I believe what they're trying to say is that 83% of males hold a licence. A licence and 76. 77% yes. of females Yes. Hold a license. Exactly what I thought, yeah. but that's not how it read, and it's not yeah, how it no, read. That. Of course, I mean, say, the math doesn't yeah, work does out that way. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to give it 110%. I think you'll find you can't give it 110%. It is impossible to give something 110%. Correct. If you're giving something 110%, you actually were only giving it 90% last week. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. My bad, Paul, it's not 80. 80 maybe, yeah. You're adding 20% and you're only getting 80 Exactly. You know, there and, you go. Uh, and, and actually, very interesting, based Based on um, our big question later on, um, with that kind of split of male and female, um, that's that's quite quite a nice wee dull pointless fact for me to finish on and pass over to the the, the dullest of pointless facts readers, <laughs> Darren. What's point number six? Female license holders have increased by forty eight percent in the last forty years. That's what happens when you give them the vote, mate. Oh, uh, there you was, say I, that, yeah. No, I'm saying that now because <laughs> the, the girls on here, I, and, uh, and and you know that's just a joke, and there's no intent. Yes, there's no intent. No there's intent. no intent. That make that make so much more sense. When you're I later totally. on the podcast. Dull so. fact number seven: seventy-seven thousand. That's the number of box junction fines issued in London in 2020. Now. For, Given that was a COVID yeah, year, yeah. that's quite impressive. Yeah, so so um, just to let, explain to our listeners what a box junction fine is. I don't know what a box junction fine is because I don't break the law. That must be, that. that's when you are illegally in a box junction when you shouldn't be. So um, if you're listening... Part or otherwise. I, if you're... Uh, exactly. If you're at, um, uh, so in, in the UK, there's, a, there's what's called a box junction. If you're in it, you're, you're, you're sitting in it, or you're no turning right, or whatever. It's essentially no man's land at an intersection. <laughs> yeah, and it's just if painted yellow, painted yellow cross, crisscross. And if you're you're, you're allowed to be in it, you're allowed jump. to be in it if you're turning if you're turning right or left, kind of sort of, aren't you? Kind of sort of. Thing. If you're waiting on traffic to make yeah, over, but yes. you, and you can only you can only be going you can only be moving through it if you stop in it. And it, and it it regularly happens at you know junctions where it'd be very difficult for cars to get out if you know yeah, if, tra- if traffic times traffic build up. Um, so, um, but that's quite, but as you say, seventy seven thousand in London in twenty twenty when we were in the midst, we of, the midst pandemic. of the pandemic is 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 you know that's a lot of that's a lot of um, box junctions. That is a lot. And a, that's a lot of fines. Anyway, yeah, dull fact number eight in nineteen sixty seven, the UK got its first. Box Junction. So Box Junctions have only been about since 1967. Wow. Dull fact number nine. 2002, Durham, which is in the northeast of England, becomes the first UK city to introduce a congestion charge, followed by London in 2003. Do you mean mean the home of the Pink Panther got it first? Yes. And why is it the home of the Pink Panther? Durham. 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 Anyway, sorry, I, take, I could not resist that it's, joke. It's, 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 it's got to be done. It's got to be done. For all of our Durham listeners, we yes. apologise yes. for this rude interruption. Yeah. Uh, last pointless fact, or pointless fact, dull fact number 10. 2040 is the actual target year to phase out non-zero emission 
road vehicles. And we have talked about this. And we will talk about this further on. Yes. So, yeah, absolutely. But there you go. That was the 10 useless doll facts of the week. Unless you've gone on the chase and there has happened to be a transport question comes up. And it gets you to win the chase against the chaser, then there was nothing useless about that. Correct. What's up next? It is time for the news, and we've got lots of stuff to get through today um, based on the amount of uh, green highlighter that Darren has used and yellow highlighter. So, we have... <laughs> You're getting secrets away. Yeah. New new, uh, new bikes, new bikes galore information. The new Energica Xperia. So, this is um, up to now, the only electric adventure tourer bike we have seen has been Unicharlie's custom live wire that were on the long way up. But no real publicity has been available. Uh, no, sorry, no real publicly available adventure bike has been available. So there's been no publicity around there being any. I'm trying to spin that misreading <laughs> in, right? Do you know what I mean? So was that a misreading? That was a misreading. Not, mis- not a, an actual mis. Typing. No, it's a mis- was later. There was completely a, a bit misreading. of recoding. Yeah, a recoding. Yeah, but there's some recoding. <laughs> and. Uh, so there's, there's been no real public availability, right, of um, adventure bikes. Yeah, so uh, no, and there has been no publicity about an adventure bike really. No, as, no, as an, as an because there has option. no publicly, you know, bike publicly ready bike. Exactly, you know. It, it, and and, and funnily enough, I, I was kind of thinking, is it is it going to be a market that's going to be quite late on before it does it? Because when you're off roading, you're not going to find a charging station in the no, middle of a forest. You know what I mean? Well, that's about to change. Ooh. So the Italian electric giant, Italian electric giant, that sounds quite, that sounds like a, a kind of a, an art house animation, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, actually. <laughs> yeah. Pedro and the Italian electric giant, you know? Um, Pedro. <laughs> Pedro's not Italian. <laughs> Sorry, Spanish art house. No, it's Italian. What would it be? Who knows? You can tell that we've had one coffee already. (laughs) One coffee, several uh, chocolate biscuits full of sugar. Um, Toffee pops, by the way. Uh, If anybody old school, toffee pops, amaze balls, right? Uh, If anybody's listening, what is your top chocolate? chocolate? What's your top chocolate biscuit to listen to the average bikers in their cave at? Yes. On whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so Italian electric giant. Not the art house Spanish uh, animation, Pedro and the Italian electric giant. Um, you know, it could be, it could have been like you know, it could be like set, you know, kind of Spanish Civil War and and all that, you know, to the time of Franco and everything. And it's like you know, kind of real yep. kind of kind of retro thing. It could be, you know, uh, if somebody's out there listening and you decide to write that as an animation, sell it to Pixar. I'm wanting in in the action for that. Anyway, they are launching. The Italian electric giant Energy Cat are launching the new Xperia. It's an upright adventure tourer and it comes in with 101 brake horsepower and 85 foot pound of torque, which is uh, not bad at all. That's all right. Not bad at all. And it's, it's electric, so it's probably going to fuel quicker yeah. than that anyway. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah. It's a six stage traction control with four ride modes, lean sensitive Bosch ABS, and all the other things that you expect on a new adventure bike, all the wee tools and tweaks and bells and whistles. The launch version will include full luggage with an overall capacity of 112 litres. That's a lot of bucks. USB ports, heated grips and some other goodies. USB ports, do you think they drain your battery a lot? Do you think that really affects your mileage if you've got hundreds of things plugged into your USB port? Uh, it, it, it does take a drain on the battery. 
but it obviously depends, I suppose, what you're charging. Yeah. If it's like a phone that, it'd be fairly low voltage. But, but if yeah. you maybe like stuck a Tefal air dryer, air, air fryer on the back or something. Aye, if you were, if you were sticking like a mini fridge on there for aye, beer, aye, aye, cool. that would be... So our advice, if you're getting electric bikes, is don't don't travel with a mini fridge. Yeah, beer or non-alcoholic. Top beer. tip of the top week. Tip, top tip of the week. And that could be t- ten top dull pointless tips. <laughs> you mean eleven? Aye, eleven. <laughs> the Xperia. Also, Energica's new motor and battery combo, which is bigger but lighter. Um, it, they have moved the mass of it to give a better centre of gravity, so it's much far better to control, especially during slow manoeuvres. Yep. It's a 22 kilowatt thing. There we go. I pressed the button and everything disappeared off my screen. A 22 kilowatt thing? A 22 kilowatt, 22 kilowatt hour it's battery. It's a 22 kilowatt battery that has a 0 to 80% level 3 DC charge time of 40 minutes. But slower if you use level two. So level three is your kind of fast charger, isn't it? So Aye. you know, um, level two is in between domestic and it's like twenty-two kilowatt. Aye. Do you mean? So, um, but forty minutes to get an eight percent charge isn't is pretty decent. Or is it seven kilowatts? DC two. Can't remember. Aye. Anyway, I'm getting confused. I've been looking at electric cars lately. All right. Just, yeah. But, so that's that's your that's a pretty decent forty minutes is a pretty decent charge time. Now what about the range? Well, one hundred and fifty three miles is of average mixed riding. It says it's possible for two hundred and sixty one for city and town riding, um, which is pretty decent. I have to say, based you know one of my criticisms of that sportster is how thirsty it is mm. at the moment. It seems to be I'm lucky if I'm getting hundred miles at a tank. Now I don't know if that's just because it's bedding in. I don't know if that's if I'm getting more than that, but it's just taking time to calibrate it's going to range but when you fill it up it tell, it's, it's telling you you've only got over 100 miles in the tank when you fill it up aye and imagine once it once it loosens up and yeah. you find you find bearing you, in mind bearing in mind I've had it six months and I've only put 100 miles on it so aye. you know and what you, I mean and you'll still be in wee mode really mean, yeah so um, anyway so but I think what's quite um, quite exciting about the, this is although it's, it sounds like a lot of money yeah for the kind of bike you're getting and it's electric it's coming in at £27,790 and it is available for pre-order now. Now. You know, so I think it's definitely quite an exciting price range. If you think, if you put it in comparison, that's about the same jump up you're going to get if it was a, a petrol to an electric car, isn't it? Energy cars are slightly at the higher end of the thingy market. Aye, there are more luxury brands for what. So if nothing else, else this will push <coughs> yeah. other manufacturers to you know. do electric adventure bikes. And it is cheaper than the live wire when it first came out. Mm. Aye, know, it's it a grand cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Now I know that you've got your zeros and all that in there, and they're coming down in price a wee bit and everything. Yep. But that's a that's a nice big adventure bike. And if you like a big adventure bike but want to make sure that you're, you know, you're not paying two pound plus a litre, then. Hey, that's you the know, thing, and I'll um, take the forty-minute charge if it saves me. Yeah, you know, and, you know is that forty-minute charge? The, the only thing I would probably be quite interesting to know about, and you may have done some research and be able to answer this one, Darren, is when you charge it up, does it cost the same to charge a bike as it does to charge a car? Are the batteries yeah. similar in size, or are, are you getting a reduction in your electricity? It's not as they're not that big a battery in comparison to a car battery. So if, if for instance, on average, it costs you five pound to charge up your no, it's based it's based on what, it's based on what you pay per kilowatt hour for your electricity. Right. So if, for example, if you were to get a charger for the house, not a not a, a like a proper DC, yep. so seven 
<clears throat> seven kilowatt mm. is the biggest that most modern houses can do. Unless you're on if you're on a three phase house, if you're electricity you're on three phase, you can get slightly bigger. But most houses in the UK are seven on yeah, are on single phase, so it's three, seven kilowatt. So that seven kilowatt battery or DC charger for that would take about three and a bit hours to charge it from zero to, <clears throat> to full. Yep. Probably a little bit longer because they get to eight percent, they slow right down. And it almost trickle aye, charges aye, them up to the end. Yep. Um, so let's just say it's a, it was going to take two hours forty-five to get to that zero to eight yep. percent. All right. If you're paying thirty-five pence per kilowatt hour, that's thirty-five pence times. You mean whatever? So zero to eight percent is call it eighteen kilowatt hours. Mm -hmm. You multiply it by the thirty-five pence, whatever. But what you can do, and what a lot of energy companies are doing at the minute, are doing EV rates. So if you charge between the hours of, say, 11 at night and 4 in the morning, <clears throat> yep. you actually, your pence per kilowatt hour goes from, say, 35 pence to, like, 5 pence. Aye. And that makes it effective to charge it. So mm. it's all about the size of the battery you're charging and then what you pay per kilowatt hour right. to charge. There we go. So there you go. Perfect. So that's I, did, I did read about a guy who was using an electric car, charging it at night, and then selling, his, selling the power from the battery of his electric car when he wasn't using it back to the grid. Mental. But he was he was actually saving a fortune because he was Aye. doing that. He was he was he was selling it overnight. He was buying it overnight at like five pence, Aye. and then selling it back at thirty five pence, whatever to the national grid, <laughs> because he wasn't using the car. Because he only used the car to go up and down to shops. So he plug it in and, and then sell it back. And the other thing is, is again, depending on where you live, we are obviously based in Scotland. Yeah. And Scotland have a thing called Charles Point Scotland, which was a thing set up by the Scottish government back in two thousand and. 13, where they started to build their infrastructure mm -hmm. for charging. And obviously, charging cables and stuff like that, the older Nissan Leafs are different from like a modern Tesla <coughs> or a modern bike. Modern bikes are all at CCS, whereas the Leaf was like a daisy thing, they called it. And um, that, is, that network is obviously now, it's quite a substantial network, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, yep. But now they've handed it over to the council, and it's up to the council, um, whether they charge or not. And a lot of the councils still aren't charging. And uh, not charging as in charging up, but uh, charging, charging as in costing, taking yeah. pennies off you. So what you do is you pay £10 and that for the year and that gets you a little RFID card thing mm -hmm. and that activates the machine. And you literally just go up, activate the machine, plug in your vehicle and it charges away right. and then you plug it and you don't, it doesn't cost you anything. So again... Although more and more councils are now trickling into yeah, charging you. Yeah, there is a couple of them that are charging, do you know what I mean? But again, it's charging, I think they're charging, the dearest one I think I found was 22 pence per kilowatt hour, right. which is cheaper to charge it there than it is to charge it during the day at your house. Aye. Plus that's a larger, it'll charge quicker Aye. because most of those are 22 kilowatt hour chargers. chargers. If not more, there's some 50s out there as well. So yeah, yeah cool. it's just a yeah, whole... Uh, and it is, and just talking about the bike itself, it, it, it does, it looks exactly the way you would expect an adventure bike to look. It doesn't, it looks not unlike a Tenere. Yeah. You know I mean, it has that, and I don't know if it's just the colour, but it definitely has some of the lines and stuff like that a Tenere does. And it's, cause, I mean, it's, it's it's quite angular, it's quite, you know, it's definitely very yeah. modern looking, they've not gone, you know, it's a nice, it's a nice adventure bike if you like adventure bikes, I think. And it's electric, so it's, it's a... But I just see what height, seat height is. Yeah, I, I can looking at that picture that we've got in front of us is no the seat height that I'll ever be sitting on. Put it that way. It's on the centre stand. That yeah. might be just disillusioned. Yeah, Maybe true. true. A 
figment, no figment imagination, which is the thing, optical illusion. Anyway, swiftly moving on. Cool. <laughs> I'll be the bearer of bad news this week. Noise camera trial. Uh, in April, the Transport Secretary announced a new trial in four areas across England and Wales. So we're luckily, we don't have it up here, but it's for noise cameras. And it will be run by Atkins and Jacobs with a £300,000 investment from the government. Now, while this trial is directed at drivers and riders with overly loud exhausts, we are way off, like, fines just dropping in your letterbox because your Vance and Hines are a bit too loud or you've taken the baffle out of your pipes. Um, and the reason for that is, is it's difficult to prove who's actually causing the offence, okay? Now, vehicles are tested for noise when they're built, but all are very... It's all in a very carefully controlled environment and the, the, the tests are very carefully produced in order to get those numbers yeah. and that's difficult to replicate in the real world now a, a single camera and a microphone just won't get that okay a single microphone if it's out by 0.1 of a meter can cause a variance in decibel readings by about 1.5 decibels which could be enough just to push you over and into that fine and stuff <clears throat> so it's, it's very difficult to to judge that now the fact remains that bikes in 2022 are tested completely differently and to a different set of standards than bikes that from five years ago or bikes from 10 years ago. Never mind bikes from 25 years ago. So how can a fine be based on current standards? Because that just wouldn't seem fair. In Paris at the minute, they're trialling a system called Medusa. Now this Medusa! Medusa! This is multiple cameras and multiple microphones and it creates an array and that pinpoints the vehicle and then it tracks the vehicle so that they can then prove, or the hope is, they can then prove that that vehicle's causing the noise. Mm -hmm. And while this is not the system being trialled here, it is suggested that any further trials should use a, the same or a similar setup. Um, there's still a lot of work clearly needs to be done on this before it becomes the norm. So let's all relax get off our little soapboxes and take a chill pill. And, and it kind of sounds like it might be an impractical thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's like if you're going past, if I was driving past on my bike yeah, and someone was driving past on a, I mean, let's not pick out a single, aye, let's do it, a, a Ford, a, an RS Focus, aye. right? And the two of us are going to buy a speed, a noise camera at the and same you've, time. You've both, got, you've both got big fancy exhausts on. Or how, in fact, even money, you just get the fancy exhaust one, hasn't he? How did he prove, how it? Did he prove it? With a single camera, a single microphone, how did he prove it? Do you know what I mean? And that he, becomes it, very difficult. And it, it must also, and it must be pretty difficult even with an array, because if you'll be quite close to each other, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You get that level. Exactly. The only thing I could see the way it might, it might work is if, if you're captured on camera with that, then they can, they can, they can send you out something that says you must go in and get your vehicle tested for noise. Yes. Uh, you know, like, like that—that—that's possibly. That's maybe the way they would probably go with it in terms of you—you you know, we, we suspect your vehicle has an illegal. Yeah, and there's a whole load of noise. there's a whole load of other variables in there. There's the whole background noise where the camera yeah. is. Do you mean is it a busy road? Is it, I mean, there's a whole load of stuff they need was, to take. Was in. it was he playing tub thumping in the stereo as he drove by? Uh, uh, tub thumping, you know I mean? <laughs> ah, exactly. Chumbawamba, is that Chumbawamba? Chumbawamba, very yeah, well done. There you go. Um, there you go. I don't think 
I mean, the the cost of development and to get it to a point where it's it would take ages to pay it back. I mean, it would, it, it would take to ages like to break even. It sounds, a big, you know it sounds to me like a wee bit like a PR exercise for the people that don't like the noise and just say, well, we're, we're looking well, into it. And the thing is, is how big an issue really is it here in the UK? Yeah. Really? Let us know if, on the socials if you if you think, you know, some, I mean, there'll be some wee villages, um, you know, down in Ayrshire or over in Fife and all that, where you get the wee boy racer things, you know, that, but, that, that produce some amazing rally drivers in, in their time, hi. you know, and they fly about. But, but by the same you know, token, then take the same approach that the likes of Switzerland has, where certain villages are not, you're not allowed to go through them on a motorbike yep. at like weekends or on Sundays or mm. whatever. Take that approach then, if, if, if it's that much of an issue. And, and genuinely think the people that, that fly through in these cars and bikes will no care anyway, because it's probably, it'll be so hard to, totally. so hard to police, you know. Um, and actually I'm more concerned, I, I'm more concerned, especially where I'm, where I live, with people um, flying through in their, in their fast cars. And actually if they've got a loud aftermarket exhaust, at least I can see them coming sooner and I can move out the way. You know, right? Or hear so, them coming, even hear them. Right, Aye. sorry, hear them coming. Then I can see where they are and move out the way. That's right. That's kind of what I meant. I just missed out Aye. that vital Aye. piece where, of information. Where do you stay? That doesn't really matter because they just walk out onto the red the road anyway. Aye, that's true. And I was talking about first hand experience there. Yeah, yeah. You're like, see me, you see me, you see me, you see, see me. me. I'm here. Yeah, I mean, aye. Too late. Yeah. Anyway. What's next? Next up, we have the new live wire. I thought we talking about live wires, right? Yes. The new live wire, Del Mar. Bam, 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 dun, dun, dun. Dun. I can just see it there. Palm trees flowing about and overhead. Dun, 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 bam, bam, Del Mar. Dun, dun, bam, bam, anyway, yeah. I think you're so, nice definition of Del Mar. Is completely Del, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's official. The follow-up to the original live wire is on its way. The Ooh. live wire S2 Del Mar is a new, more affordable electric option compared to the original Birth Mother. I like that phrase. Birth Mother. Birth Mother. Um, starting with the launch edition, which will be a limited run and seems to be what a lot of the companies are doing these days, the bike will be more of an urban street tracker. An urban street tracker. The, the, the live wire Del Mar. The urban street tracker. It does sound like an 80s it does, it? thing. Yeah. I can see it in that kind of VHS wiggly thing with, a, with the retro <laughs> thing and the kind of Tron music. Bow, bow. Urban Street Tracker Delmar. Is it too close to Street Hawk though? Anyway, that's a whole other question. Um, um, this is the first new bike to be produced since the company split the Live Wire from its main Harley Davidson brand because we don't count the Live Wire one. That was a heart. That was, that a, was just a Live Wire. That was just a Live Wire. We're still kind of part of Harley. The Harley bosses have said that this bike represents the next step in the Live Wire brand. So, what do you get? Well, at this stage, we're not entirely sure, so we're just kind of teasing you with some thoughts and things, yeah? We know it's sitting on 19-inch wheels. It has a 60-kilowatt battery producing 80 brake horsepower, and it weighs 199 kilos. That's 50 kilos lighter than the original Livewire. That is light. That's light. That's going to shift, right? Especially being an electric an electric motor, because you've been on the Livewire, so you can... And, it didn't, and at 250, it did not feel, because obviously the battery's right at the bottom. Aye. I mean, it doesn't feel heavy. But 189 kilos, that's yep. light. Other than that, we know it's got indicators. Well, hey. hey! And it has a pill-shaped headlight like the Fat Bob and the Sports Terrace. Which um, I quite like. Yeah, well, I love, I love that. A that's lot one of, people, of the things I do love in my Sports Terrace is that a headlight. A lot of traditional school. I don't like mm, that, I, but I, I, I do like, like that. Um, no, no doubt more will come in the following weeks. So The limited edition run is for 100 bikes and, and they're all but gone. Yep. But never fear, because the standard version is going immediately into production once all the limited editions are cleared off from the factory. A standard version is likely to cost you around $15,000 
Uh, and in the UK, we would expect that to be fifth, you know, pound dollar for pound. Aye, fourteen nine nine nine, which is uh, the half the price of the original. Yeah, but it's hardly so. There'll be loads of ways to customize it. I would imagine. Aye, and, totally. and, and up your up your bill, but uh, at fourteen nine nine, yeah, yeah, um, it's always um, it's always a, a a pretty decent option. And actually, if if it comes out at fourteen nine nine, I would definitely be taking one for a test ride. And if, they, and, and if they keep, and, and if, if they do it, I would cons- I would seriously consider it. If they keep it to the same, if if they keep all the charging and all that kind of stuff the same as yeah. the, the live wire, like the original live wire or the live wire one, where they're keeping that charge like zero to eighty in yeah. like forty yeah. minutes. Do you know what I mean that's then even if they if they get it even better than that, yeah, it'd be phenomenal. Again, we don't have the specs for that at the moment, unfortunately. No. But it's um, but it's um, well, as soon as we know, watch this space. We will get you know. Looking at the pictures of it, it is definitely a very different beast from the live wire. Aye, how d- it looks, it, it looks more. It does look more like a kind of motocross bike, really. It does in, in many ways, but but not in a bad way. You know, not in a no, not in way. a hooligan-y way. No, no, it, I mean, it's it's a it's a cracking looking me thing. And I would seriously, if I was, I think if I was going back to working in an office and wanting a commuting bike, I would. You know, for, for for that money, I'd be more than seriously considering it. Aye. You know, it looks it looks like it'll be, it'll be fun to just chuck around. You know, I think that uh, thing will be super yeah. nimble, super nimble. Get up in the pegs of it and everything will just be a cracking looking. We think you take it here, there, Aye. and everywhere. So, um, but but it's not a bike. I think you can go huge distances on. It's not a bike that's that's designed for you know touring no. and stuff like that. Far from it, because there's no way to hang anything. You know, um boxes and all that kind of stuff really it's it's pretty compact and small and probably why it's weight so good Aye, know? that's that's a wee you mean like a wee you mean again it's not you couldn't tour right well yeah you, uh, you say that but you mean you never know you mean yeah um but yeah but it'll be interesting to see what the full spec on that is because Absolutely. it is a night it, it does look cute it's, it, i think the best way to put it's cute <gasps> mm. i think it was kind of mm. cute kind of cute with attitude do you know what i mean it's definitely different. Aye. Do you know what I mean? But in a good way. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's no I do like it. I mean it's they've kind of pretty much taken away a tank. There's no there's a kind of there's the there's the kind of essence of a tank, but it's not you know, it's just a wee kind of blump at the top, really, isn't it? Kind Aye. of thing. It's a, it, for that big battery. It's definitely nothing there. I don't think there's anything out there that looks like that. So that's no. you know I mean that's that's gone in its Turn your head, it would do you know, um and the the moment is that kind of black colour and a blue colour we've got there. Kind of it looks like a kind of black black and red and yeah. then the blue, but I don't know then if that's just the the mock up for I I don't know if that's the whole triumph wallpaper get up. Mm. Do you know what I mean that they'll just try to disguise what it looks like? And probably they haven't agreed on final colours yet Aye. for the standard version. Yeah. I think the limited edition ones will be a set colour and that'll be it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So watch your space. Watch your space. But um, it, it, it does, it's, it's a very tempting thing if you want a wee electric bike. It's, 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 it's getting, in, we're getting into the affordable range now. With, I, I, with honestly, this technology. If, if I, and if it keeps the technology of the live wire or, or betters it, you know, Aye. it's a serious consideration for. I, know, I would you, quite happily, if I had this, if I had the option to get a second bike, then I would think I would go electric. Mm-hmm. I really do think I'd go electric as long as it was affordable. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. Purely because they are so much fun. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, sure. anyway, talking about, I'm going to flip that on his head. Flip on his head. Go for because it. Because obviously we've covered a couple of electric bikes, and that's just because there is a lot of advancement, and it's really, it seems to be every other week there's a story of some description on electric vehicles. So. But I'm going to flip this on its head. So I'm going you to go, flip it. I'm go going on. to flip it. You yeah, flip yeah, and flip it. Flipper. Um, 
So yeah, you I mean we have been? I know I don't want to say champions of electric, but we've we are kind of we do advocate electric mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Do you know what I mean? Um, well, today I'm going to be a bit I'm going to be a bit controversial in the cave, right? Um, I'm going to try and tip the balance of the scale. Okay, and this is after reading a big article in in MCN. So everyone believes that electric vehicles are the way forward, and it's far more environmentally friendly the combustion. However, is it really? A report by the European Environment Agency has looked a lot at the factors regarding EV to understand its full life cycle and just how environmentally friendly they are. Now, while we all agree that the reduction in harmful gases and stuff like Absolutely. that from bike yep. or car exhaust is the biggest environmental benefit, the impact from the manufacturing is actually far less green than what we think it is. So if you take the steps from mining the material, creation of the components, building the vehicle, housing it, and then selling it, and all the transportation that happens throughout all of those stages, it quickly adds up, especially when a lot of the factories that process that, that are doing the processes require energy and not all of them use green energy. Yep. This also doesn't factor in the real life cycle and the disposable of EV batteries long term. Okay. So using figures from the University of Florence, the life cycle study that the EEA report shows, um, it shows us how many miles does each electric vehicle do and then it tries to break it down to get its carbon offset, okay? Got you, yep, got you. So an average electric vehicle car, right, just as an example, would need to do 45,000 kilometres or 28,000 miles for it to break even in terms of its overall emissions. So that's from fabrication right through to driving it. You mean you need to do 28,000 miles to break even in terms of being carbon neutral, right? Yeah, got you. But this is a massive variance. It also depends where the car was built. So, for example, if you live in Norway, you only need to do 18,500 miles for it to break even. But if you live in a country that has a coal-fired power station, Poland, for example... So, so this is the environmental cost of running it? So this is the overall environmental cost. Uh, so not just building it, but how, how this is, this is home energy? Or yes, this is the whole yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, this is yeah. the, the whole life cycle of an electric vehicle, right? But if you live in Poland, a lot of the factories are still on coal. Right, the coal fueled <clears throat> power stations, and those are well over one hundred and fifty five thousand miles before they even get close to breaking even, in terms of being carbon neutral. Yeah. Now this is for a car. Bikes aren't anywhere better. Bikes are no better, uh-huh. right? Because actually, bikes do less miles than cars, roughly. I mean, yep, 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 bikes yep. do <clears throat> But also, the battery versus the mass calculation for the bike is it makes it worse because the bike is the, a battery in a bike is the most that that's that's the, the majority of the weight in a bike mm-hmm. whereas in a car it's not as much because it's kind of 50, 50 and, uh, yeah, yeah. so when you then use their calculation to actually work out the carbon offset and it's you I mean the bikes seem to be less I mean, it, t- it takes you more miles, which is difficult because <clears throat> yeah. not everyone does 28,000 miles on a bike before they offload it or whatever. And then there's no guarantee the battery's going to last that long yeah. before you have to deploy. And there's all these things. So while we always say, yeah, it's the eco-friendly way to go and bikes are dead eco-friendly and all that, actually it's not as cut and dry as what you make it. Now, again, it's all doom and gloom. 
we're not trying to be old and gloom. EV still is the future. The world is consistently evolving with new tech all the time, new ways to recycle the batteries and more sustainable way to get the raw materials. And that will just reduce the overall, you mean, life cycle, not life cycle, but the overall cost of the life cycle before you get to that carbon stage. You know, and as as more um, onus and emphasis is placed on everything being environmentally friendly, yeah, and and it'll probably be a kind of, at some point, hopefully, an exponential growth where, as we do more things that are environmentally friendly, we can then do more things environmentally friendly. Yes. Hopefully, yes, and it should get to the point where, yeah, I don't, it'll be, you know, I, I don't think we'll be here before I, the factories no. are carbon neutral and mining the materials and all that is carbon neutral. Yeah. But it'll get to the point where, as long as the bike's done ten thousand miles, in the worst conditions, that bike will break even and it will be car. And then everything after that is you. I you mean, you're, mm. you're carbon offset, you're carbon offset, you're, you're zero, you know what I mean? Yeah. And everything else you do after that is just gravy, you know what I mean? It's, you're, it's, you're, it's a bonus. You have, you have turned yourself into a wind farm? Yes, pretty much. Yeah. You still start selling back your electricity. Ah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? If you actually, you know what I mean? Unless you're already solar panelled up and doing all that You've kind of stuff. You've gone Kylie. Spinning around in my way. Moving yeah. on. Hey, cool. Um... <laughs> Next on, we've got uh, another new bike, the Herald Brute 500. Um, so based in Huntington and formed in 2010 as part of the EncoCam Engineering Group, Herald are a British Chinese manufacturer who up until now have been producing a decent little array of 125 and 250cc air-cooled bikes. Now they're setting up the production of the Brute 500. This new liquid-cooled 449cc single produces a respectable 42.9 brake horsepower which gives this retro scrambler enough to go to make it not only a great A2 bike, but a great bike in general. At 145 kilos dry, it's light and therefore should be, in theory, pretty nimble, yep. Not nibble, but nimble, yeah. Sorry, (laughs) nibble's great. In theory, it should make it really nibble. It's been a busy week. It it should make it nip it in the kitchen and take wee bites out your biscuit. So... (laughs) Uh, make it nice and nimble. It's got a six-speed transmission, an 835mm seat height, which is quite high. Um, but it's a scrambler, so they are quite high anyway, aren't they? Aye. For these things. A 13.5-litre fuel capacity, digital dash, LED lights, adjustable front and rear suspension, Metzler Roadtech Z8. Uh, so it's a, it's a lot for the money. But that's only because we haven't talked about the money yet. Is it a lot for the money? How much is he? It is six nine five zero six thousand nine hundred fifty quid for a wee, you know, five hundred cc or four nine four four five cc. Yeah, four four nine cc. Um, it's pretty decent. That'll get it shift a bit. Good fun. I'm managing to chuck it about. Uh, and here's a clincher. Cue the pompous British fanfare. Oh, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Back by popular demand. The bike is the first from Herald to be designed, engineered, and manufactured in the UK. Um, okay, we'll call it out. Yep. Okay. Let's Does call it out. The engine is Chinese, yeah. utilising an already long-established Zongshan 450 unit, but there is a lot of this bike that's either off the shelf or machined right here in the UK. So, for example, frame castings. Aluminium swing arms, yokes, spindles, all produced in-house. Front four piston radial brake is by HEL, who are based in Devon. The wiring loom and all the plastics are sourced in the UK. The fuel tank is Italian. But That's is not it? Bad thing. 
But is it? Is it Spanish uh, Italian? Is, is, it, Spanish, Italian, is, it Pedro, Italian? is it Pedro the Italian giant? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? And so, um, but the field tank is Italian, but clearly it's an Italian who's opened up a, a British restaurant so that the tourists can go for their breakfast in the morning when they go on holiday. Yes. That's what it is. So um, the wheels and suspension come from Racetech. So it is available to order now with fulfilment potentially later this year. Um, uh, and it's, it's a winner it's, it's, a, it's a cracking looking wee bike you know um, it looks smart it's kind of scramblery it's, it's got echoes of the CCM a wee bit it does I was trying do you know I was looking at it there and going I'm trying to think what that what it looks like because it doesn't look like the Ducati mm-hmm. it doesn't look like the yeah. Triumph it doesn't look like the Benelli it do, you mean it's got a wee high the, seat over the back wheel it's you know it's it definitely does, scrambler it, looking it, it does have a bit of especially that the black one yeah definitely has a little air of CCM about yeah. it. Okay. it it's it's a simpler design than CCM you know it's not as retro looking you know it's got a bit more fill in the, in the frame and everything um, right, but it would certainly appeal to a commuter rider or a you know or certainly your first time bike to have it for a wee while do you mm-hmm. know what I mean absolutely it's a good bike um, yeah it's nice I like it yeah it's cool nice and it's herald you know do you know what I mean it's, uh, it's nice but it's but it's but it's safe if that's the best if that's, you know the design's pretty safe you know so it'll appeal to a lot of people safe maybe makes it sound a bit boring it's not boring it's just it, it, it's it's got a universal appeal ah, it's not garish it's not in your no, face do you no, know what I mean it's, it's um, a nice and there's not because I, I get what you mean the CCM's quite industrial I mean, it's the only way I could, because there's a lot of, you can see the open welds, yeah. and you see the open frame, yeah, yeah, and all that yeah. stuff. This just kind of covers that up ah, a little bit, and makes it a bit finish, more. It's got a, it's got a, it's got a slicker finish, Aye, it just, on, whereas the CCM doesn't on purpose. Aye, and, it's, and the CCM isn't for everyone, because not everyone likes that style of bike, nope. you know what I mean? So, yeah, 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 totally. But it's, it's, this it's, it's a nice, happy medium. Uh, nice wee flat front LED lights, the, the front headlights actually, it's probably one of the... The, the the kind of shallowest headlights I've seen for a while. Mm. Isn't it? You know, I like you, it with the grill on that one. Aye, it's, it's, it's quite smart. Matt so. Blanche, if you're listening, you should look at this bike. Aye, definitely, Matt. It's a, it's a cracker. Um, I think you'd I think you'd, uh, you'd look good in that. I think you'd, you'd look, look good in that. Yeah, absolutely. You there know. you go, Matt, if you're listening, there you go. Picture we've got Recommendation nice of the week. week. Matt Blanche's <laughs> recommendation <laughs> of the week. Matt, you need to come in and do that. Yeah, so I'm just forewarning you right now. We're going to hear Matt Blanche's recommendation of the week. There recommendation we of the week. And we'll record. And record it. We'll record it. Excellent. So that was. What was that? That was. See, that's still See, um, And the reason there was a delay there, right, is because I actually had to put all the sounds back in the board. Right, and then, you and then can't I had to write them all out because I completely they are. forgot where right. I put them before. Yeah, I mean, but that was that was that, that was the news. That was the news. news. I guess we have a button there. I might get a. I might do it. And that was the news. Yeah. And do have two buttons. That's just a good idea. I like it. Don't, don't mess it up. Nice one. Yeah, I mean, excellent. Once I learn how to work it, the new system software stuff. Anyway, yeah. Moving on. The big question. It's not really a big question, though, is it? It's more of a big viewpoint this week. Yes. Indeed. You know I mean? Rather than a big question. If you had a massive finger in a window, it'd be a viewpoint. I don't quite know where to go with that, but all right. Um, now that we are here in Man Cave really thinking about it, um, a large portion of the bikers out there are stereotypical large hairy blokes. I mean, again, just look at us, but there you go. Um, but in fact, before COVID, UK rider, uh, 19% of UK riders were female. And this was double what it was in 2009. Um, 
That current number is obviously growing year on year. The average age of the female rider is 37. And the three most popular brands amongst females, and don't don't panic, uh, is Triumph, Kawasaki, and Suzuki. So we thought we were long overdue to get the perspective of the female rider here in the cave and bring you some of that je ne sais quoi to the show that we seriously lack from day in and, or week in and week out. Even class? That yes, that's about. the word. Nah, that's the word, yes. <laughs> so, um, so I would like to welcome, um, I hope I pronounce it right, Shan Flavel. That's right. Yeah, see? Yeah. See, well done. Shan Flavel. That's, that's right. Sounds really cool, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> you know, that, that could be my call sign in the side of my bike. Ian, oh, no, we should Ian explain. Flavel. Yeah, we should, uh, we should explain that, obviously, for our guests. Oh, sorry, yes. Um, we may discuss this, um, I've discussed this earlier on before you guys heard. Are we going to discuss this earlier on? Who knows? Uh, I think we should, but... This, this to let everybody know that this isn't recorded in sequence. And um, <laughs> uh, I'm debating putting a, a Top Gun Captain Ian Bell thing on the side of the, the Harley, just so it looks a bit kind of, you know, kind of 80s sad, you know? Aye. So, you know? And, and the light, the fact you kind of buy that guy's trans arm with a yeah. fire. Bearing in mind that I crash my sports, as we know from many things, uh, um, on a roundabout, we did think slider was appropriate, but it's been <laughs> it's been used in the film. So yes. um so we've gone for Ian Tarmac Bell, which we think's probably okay. <laughs> Just a good 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 call sign. We might come so, back we might come back to that. What would be a call sign if you had, if you were if it would be a call sign, yeah. That could be a question Start number thinking about that. Um, so we have Shan here who is a marketing and motor clothes manager at West Coast Harley Davidson and Triumph and Nicola. Darren's a good lady. Darren wrote that. Um, so um, obviously <laughs> brownie points there. Nice one. Uh, silent sponsor of the Average Bikers in a Cave show. And by that we mean she keeps everyone round about silent when we are recording. Especially the dogs. Recording or as I like to always point out with Darren's notes when we're recoding because we're some sort of developer. Yeah. I know, I'm getting it. good at that, aren't I? So um, we, we were supposed to have one with us tonight, but she couldn't make it, so we, we will pick up with her and a couple of the ladies of Harley in a future Hog episode. Hog, of course, standing for Harley Owners Group, okay. as opposed to anything else. No one tends to anybody that doesn't know that and thinks we're <laughs> so, <laughs> some sort of, you know, wild boar reference or something, I don't know. I anyway. wonder where you were going there, that was yeah, borderline. Actually, it was, it was close, yeah. So good evening, ladies. Uh, how are we all doing? Good, thank Great. you. Champion. Excellent. Fantastic. Uh, so thank you for coming along and giving your time up in order to share your experience with us and the listeners. We, um, in case you haven't tuned in before, we will run through our usual ABC questions and then we'll get into the more nitty gritty stuff. Uh, so if you're ready, are you ready? Yeah. No, nope, come on. Look. Can I hear you? Let's hear Woo-hoo, you now. We're all ready. Right, all right, all right. So, <laughs> sorry, I thought it was a kid's party there. Sorry, I just, <laughs> kid's party mode there. Uh-huh. Um, Is that your sideline? Uh, this week's episode sponsored by... Uh, yeah. Clown. You, you did say Tarmac we were going to get, get party bags when we left. Absolutely, so. yeah. Look With toffee that. pops in them. <laughs> you, you, you're in for a letdown. Toffee pops and tempura seaweed. There we go. Um, uh, so um, we've got our standard ABC questions. So um, lots of things like, you know, um, number one, how long have you both been riding motorcycles? Don't make me do mental... Math, math. <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair, we're, we're, we're not um, testing you on it. We're not, we don't great. have a check sheet and probably about approximations. 20, probably about 23 years. Nice. 23. Nicola? Uh, five years. Five years. Excellent. Lovely jubbly. So we've got a, a range of experience there from the, not newbie, five years is a reasonable amount of time. And uh, how, how could you possibly be riding for 23 years when you're only 21? Oh, you smoothie. <laughs> no, believe me. Yeah. yeah. Back, to, back 23. There we go. Here we go. Boom. Uh, and uh, how could you possibly be riding only five years, Nicola, when you're 17? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, there we go. 
Well done. Thanks. Good save. Thank you. There we go. Um, so um, what do you currently write? And I think probably some of our listeners who've um, listened and tuned in before will probably know what Nicholas now currently writing, but we'll, we'll allow you to expand. Yes, I'm currently writing the new Nightster, Harley Davidson Nightster. Ooh. Nice, Ooh. nice. Who's your sound effect for that? I don't have a sound effect. I'll get a new sound effect, oh, but I've got. Nice. It doesn't really fit in, mate. Ooh. Uh, no, no. Okay. Shan, <laughs> what about yourself? What are you currently. Um, I'm, I'm not. I'm, Right, I was going to say flinging your leg over, but that's not. No, let's not that's go not, there. That's, no, not go there. Sorry. That's, that's a different conversation. Yeah. Um, I, I've got a, a 2011 1200 converted sportster that I partially built myself. Oh, very wow. cool. Nice, nice. Excellent. Um, now, that's good. So we know what you've been riding. We know how long you've been riding. But if you had your choice of a dream bike, what would your dream bike be? Money, no object. Money, no object. Oh, my. Um, Which is always a, it's always a, kind of on the spot that one. So, yeah, we'll do just I get to in. keep my current bike as well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you, I mean, okay. do you want money's no object? So, if you you can have several dream bikes if you want. Um, if we're talking dream bike, uh, do, do we have magic powers as well to go back in time? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I would actually go back and get my 1989 TZR250. Oh, I really? Had. Yeah, man. Yeah. Why is that? Because it was rad. It was just, <laughs> it was so great that bike, and um, it was a, a slight menace on that bike but I just I loved it it was such a phenomenal little bike uh, hooligan's bike not hooligan but it was I mean it was a two-stroke so oh, well, I nice. mean it was just just fantastic it was really really good fun it's, it's one of the one of the bikes I've had which really really put a, a big old grin on my face nice. was, was it one of those ones that goes at really high revs everywhere yes. it goes it's like yeah. you know it's yeah. ridiculously large amounts of revs and it just the noise it makes must be it must have been and, great and fun it's it, it was great and the snap yeah. If if Yankee Candle are listening, you, you need to make a two-stroke candle. <laughs> two stroke candle. Two stroke <laughs> candle, please. <laughs> that day, that'd probably fly off the shelf. Mm-hmm. That would absolutely fly off the shelf. Would at, I mean? at high revolutions. Aye. And that'd be blokes buying it, you know what I mean? Yeah. For the garages. Aye, for the garages. Just light their two stroke candle. Waft it through, that, you know. Especially especially probably blokes who've um, Yeah, yeah, you, you, you get what I'm going with that, don't yeah. you, Nick? What's yeah. that? So it would just be guys that would be buying it? Oh. Well done, yeah, absolutely. There you go. There you go. That may just lead on to the big question. So, yeah, of course, we only said that to set it up. Of course, we didn't go full into... I'd love to see I was that prepared. You know, that's why when you said I went... Girl. Not even a nudge or nothing, not even a warning. Nicola, what about you? Dream bike? I have no idea. Absolutely not. It was just one that's low enough that I can actually get my feet flat on the ground. There you go. Ideal. <laughs> so you must have you must have found your dream bike already then, hey? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> well, we'll see how we go. I've only been out in it a couple of times, so. Yeah, you look well on it, though. You look well good. on it. Yeah, it's yeah. good size. Yeah. And it seems mm. to be attracting a crowd, because obviously we were at bike night last night, and there, mm. was, there was a, we walked past at one point towards the bottom where obviously we had parked, and I looked over and there must have been at least four or five people standing right there, kind of looking and pointing. And I'm going, should have parked it near the door. Uh, <laughs> Do and Nic- Nicola's got the red one, so it, it does it does stand out. It's that just such, red it's is just gorgeous. Yeah. such a deep colour. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really rich. Yeah, it's love cool. It. It's, very, it's, very, very it's nice. a very cool colour. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Right, next one, dream road trip. Dream road or trip, even. There you go. <laughs> 
Dream road or trip or dream road trip. What do you want? I yeah. think it would be a road trip. Actually, yeah. I think it would be a road trip. Mm, well, let me think. I wouldn't want to restrict it to like one continent or something. I'd probably like just start here, head through Europe, through Tuscany, um, maybe hop on a on a boat with a bike. I mean, obviously on a bike, and um, and then just cut about. Canada and America and just keep going. So basically what you're saying is you just want to kind of go round the world. Yep. Surely, yep. Rather, <laughs> surely rather than going round the world, there'd be somebody else you'd want to go. Surely. What, like the moon? Like the moon. No? Well, you, what is it, 0. 0.5, the gravity on that? Mm-hmm. You might have problems with traction there. No, true, actually. <laughs> you get the first jump, would be amazing. Aye, the first one. <laughs> that's very true. Sponsored by Red Bull. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They even make the Kawasaki Versus look good. Ooh. Oh, savage. I know. Uh, excellent. What about yourself, Nicola? Uh, well, I'm a fan of America, so it would be somewhere in America. I think just straight roads and going. So no corners? No, no corners, just oh. straight. Fair enough. Corners are overrated. They are overrated. <laughs> well, mean, what is it, that is and it, roundabouts. Well, I can't remember what the name, the, 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 the number of the road is, but there's that big long straight road in America. Is it, they, they call it the Lonely Road or something, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And, it and it's mm-hmm. just, it goes right up through the middle. I'd love to do that in the bike. Of just, that'd be cool. You know, nice road. Yeah, you know, it's like an iconic picture of a bike. That's, of a road. It's just that big, long, massive, straight road through John Wayne country. For one of a better word. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You know, where the film just about every western. You know, in the kind of fifties and sixties. So that another one that leads to Death Valley, though. Um, I've been on bits of that, those roads. They, they are, they are incredible. Really, it's really. Uh, Monument Valley. Monument Valley. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Next one. Okay, so. That's the ABC. That's, our, that's uh, the kind of standard, bike, that's but, the, but we've got yeah. other loads more right. questions to get into. That's just the ones that we get out of the way, yeah. regardless of I mean, who comes in. We always get those ones that are really nice easy. Yes. So what got you into riding in the first place? Who wants to go first? Oh, oh we went dead air there. I'll just say... I spent years telling Darren he was never getting a bike because <laughs> he was a mental car driver. Road rage, and I just thought, no, there's no way getting a bike. Um, but I grew up with bikes. My dad was a biker. Loads of family are bikers. Um, so eventually, when he went and did the CBT, I just thought, I'm going to date as well. I'm going to go for it. So and at that point, I went, typical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Typical. Yeah. That's it. Can, can, can I complain now? Can I see green cheese? Can I complain now? I'm on the insurance for the next stuff. Hey. hey, perfect. Nice one. <laughs> Sean. Um... So I, I didn't come from a like a, a biker family or anything. So um I I can't I can't put my finger on exactly where it came from. Um I think there was a a lot of bikes in movies, I guess, in like pop culture in the eighties and I thought they were pretty cool. Always thought bikes looked pretty cool. Um and went on the back of one. First bike I ever went on the back of was a Harley, in fact. And um, and then I was like, oh, I like this, and I want one for myself. And I guess that was it. Yeah. <laughs> went, went on the back of I mean, like, I wanted no, a bike. I like wanted a, yeah, but I mean, I was maybe 16 at the time. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's funny that, because I, I like, like you, the, I, I, I like bikes and all that kind of stuff, but it wasn't until I went on the back of one and went and got, got a sense of what that felt like to be on it. And then I went, oh, do you know what, actually, this is... That's a different level from just looking at them and going, they look cool. Yeah, I mean, I I guess, um, I think I I think I always wanted to ride one, but not being around a, a biker family, it wasn't wasn't really gonna mm-hmm. wasn't really gonna happen. It was just serendipity that it did. 
Good news. word. Serendipity is a good, good word. word. Yeah. I think that's a first. I don't think we've ever used that word. Yeah. Probably because I would have misspelled it more than anything else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I believe it's TM. also a rom-com with John Cusack. It was, yes. Well done. Ten points, Gryffindor. Thank you. Um, so. See, I'm though. I, 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 I hate. I've not, I'd never been pugging ever, and I'd done it once, and I absolutely hated it. Really? I, 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 it was just the. I don't know. It's just a not being in control thing. Do you know what I mean? But that's funny how you've obviously got all money, and then you've went. Oh, I've got to have one. I mean, Maybe it's that it. thing though, because like if somebody's on the back and you're going fast and you're kind of going, this feels amazing, but... Well, I mean, you know, I had BMX bikes growing up as a kid and I always kind of like that. How fast so did you just... pedal? <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so I guess strapping or, or one in, one in an it's engine in it is like, yeah, it's the next one. It's the next stage up. How can I make so? this go quicker? Yeah. an engine in it. Yeah. Question is, but did you, did you have a playing card and a peg in the spokes to make it sound like a motorbike? Maybe that was the turning oh, point. Oh no, but I had spokely dokely. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that was the turning point. That was yeah. exactly like, oh, sponsored. That amazing. Sponsored by Tony the Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right because he used to give them away. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that's back in time, yeah. But no, you know that could be the next. That could be the next uh, Harley Davidson. The Harley Davidson spokely dokely. Yeah, that's you know, right. The retro. <gasps> Whoops. Can I let that out? <laughs> forget the Panamanian, forget the night It's the spookily dookily. That's right. Somewhere, 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 Derek and Dave are listening to this going, oh, she's let that slip. Yeah. She's not supposed <laughs> to let that slip. I'm doing a screaming tiger now, not a screaming eagle. There we go. I love Willie G on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Damn you, woman. Um, is there any female or male riders or... YouTubers that use watch or look up to in terms of from a motorbiking perspective. I know Nicholas not got the time because she's too busy running about cleaning up after me. Apparently, just to get that in there the note before it comes out. <clears throat> no, um, no, I think goodwill. Growing up when I was younger, I was always in the back of Avon's bike. Ah. Um, she used to take me about the streets, and I, I remember. I, I don't even know. I don't know what age I would have been. Maybe seven or eight and I had a wee plastic helmet and I went away up and I was like Yvonne Yvonne can I get a, can I get a backy <laughs> <laughs> and she was like no that bloody thing you're not <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that was my first my dad had bikes obviously um I never went out on the bike with him I was too young but as I get a wee bit older Yvonne would quite glad and take me a wee a wee trip here and there it was really good that's so cool but I, I, I must admit, I, I don't like being pillion. I think I've been twice with Aaron and twice I've had butted him. <laughs> Aye, that's true. That it's, is true. It's a skill to be a good pillion passenger. It is a skill. And it's a fine art. Trying, you know, and, it, and it's usually it's usually the fault of the, the rider, the driver. Thanks, Ian. Yeah, yeah. I definitely <laughs> agree with you. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Ian. Um, Next week's show will be solo. Talk of yourself, Sean. Um, I can't. I can't single it out to um to one person. I mean, having been around it for so long, there's there's a lot of people that 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 are kind of heroes to me. So, you know, whether it's <clears throat> whether it's races on the circuit, TT races, or you know, people that are just phenomenal with motorcycles. I mean, there's, there's plenty of people that I've I've got to meet and hear their story, um, and you know, the story doesn't always get out. So, um, 
when I first started writing, there was a, a guy called Farron Davis in our in our town, little town, and um, he was a ex New Era thirteen hundred champion in the nineteen nineties, and I learned a lot of roadcraft from him. Um, <clears throat> we used to go do uh, track days and stuff, and um, just an absolutely phenomenal rider to watch. You know, if if you know how some people are like born and and they just mat- they just they're just born to do something. That's 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 what he does. Uh, you know, there's, there's there's some really cool people out there like Elspeth Baird. She went round the world on a on a BMW in the 1980s solo. You know, before 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 before. before. Right. Um, yeah. And I asked, actually was in university with a a lady called Joan who was a dispatch rider in the Second World War, and she wow. used to ride mat- matchless motorcycles. And wow, <clears> the stories cool. that she had this to tell were just phenomenal she used to come out like obviously because i used to rock up to my to my lectures and stuff in in leathers because I, d- I didn't have a car and um she'd be like you're on your motorcycle i'm like yes yes john gonna come and take a look yeah. oh. come, come on <laughs> down and she used to look oh, look, look a little bit different to the ones from my day and she was just she was just great she used to tell me all sorts of stories so they're, they're, they're all out there there are lots of Pretty inspirational cool. fantastic people and there was a thing we did a while back and it was the stunt team, the ladies' stunt team, and they had kind of reformed. Oh, we talked about that. That's aye, right. They, they yeah. reformed for a, <coughs> yeah. not an anniversary actual, thing, aye, thing, but for kind of an yeah. anniversary one-off thing. And the amount of, I mean, the amount of hurdles that they had to jump—not literally on motorbikes. Well, obviously they jumped a whole load of stuff, but the amount of times that they came up against, I mean, brick walls and stuff like that, and just, they, they just powered through and went, no, we're, we're going to keep going. And it was quite an inspirational piece. It was in one of the, can't remember if it was in Bike or MCN or mm-hmm. something like that, but I do remember reading it and we did talk yeah. about it in the show and it was like, there's probably a load of stories out there, like you read Dispatch Rider for the war and, you know I mean, and then there was a woman that was the, she did the, was it TT? In the seventies mm-hmm. again, and they've immortalised her on a wall mural for her yeah, hometown they, they, and things they, like um, that. They changed the rules of the of the class that she was racing in. That you that you had to be a certain weight, yeah. and then that that was sort of um, like hidden. It wasn't very overt. It was like covert no, discrimination very, to get her out of the class. Yeah, yeah but she's yeah. she was she's phenomenal, phenomenal racer. Aye, she just did not phen- let up. Phenomenal TT racer. Mm. She was a, a classic right. TT racer. Yeah, absolutely amazing. So uh, it was probably a bit of history needs to be looked up and dug up there. And yeah, but I think it's I think they're acknowledging a lot of the milestones that these women have actually. You mean some of the the boundaries that they have pushed? Mm. And I think now that I don't even think it's now. You mean it's? I think it's probably been happening. I just think there's more awareness. I think there's more. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Well, I don't know why I'm doing that either because that just doesn't help. <laughs> you're you're wiggling on your I'm fingers. Like, and there's, there's no words up there. So no, no. I, I don't know what it is. Presence is more of a presence. Yeah, yeah, and I think that it's definitely a much bigger social space. I think there is probably less of a. I think know, it's about access. You look at bike night last night, uh-huh. right? And you look at the split of how many men and how many women were there. Mm-hmm. It's not. Yeah, albeit it's not 50-50, but I don't think it's a million miles off. Do you know what I mean? Because the amount of people that were either there pillion, obviously your ladies from Hog and all that were there, but there was loads of other, I mean, there was a couple of girls coming in on uh, what looked like T120s, but they were all bonnies anyway. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think it's it's about, um, it's more about it being publicised. We've always been here. Yeah, we just we just haven't been publicised, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. you know. 
I, think, I mean, yeah. just getting back to Elspeth Baird for a second, like <clears throat> she was, she did her, her trip on a, on a BMW R series. And um, she actually approached, excuse me, <clears throat> she actually approached BMW to say, uh, and um, I think it was like Performance Bike Magazine and a few other people and said, hey, I'm going to go do this trip. It might be really good content for you. I'm going to take your bike around the world. And as I understand it, BMW wrote back and said, yeah, we, we know how good our bikes are. We, we don't need to do that. Oh. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, but, you yeah. know, but, but it, it's, it's just about, I think this, it's just about being seen. Yeah. We've always been here. It's just, just being seen. Ah, I think it's that publicizing and, and generating awareness yes. mm-hmm. and be, being seen by the mainstream yes so that you can exactly so that yeah. so that mm-hmm. people who maybe are unaware of it or you know feel a bit intimidated but and, you know, like, and well, more public into that. perception is reality yeah. so if it's perceived that there aren't many women out there yeah and they're not publicized out there mm-hmm. then you don't kind of exist out there mm-hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely yeah so it's quite the same it, it's good that, that that you think things like that are changing. Yeah, absolutely. In, mm-hmm. in, in, in a way, because yeah, and one yeah. of the because one of the I mean, obviously we follow a lot of YouTubers and you I mean kind of I don't like to say influencers because a lot of people hate that word, but you I mean bike influencers. And I think one of the biggest ones that I've fallen at the minute and just cannot wait for content to come out is Itchy Boots. Mm-hmm. Who again is doing that whole thing, going in the world and whatever. <clears throat> yep. But nowadays you've got the likes of YouTube, you've got Instagram, you've got all that kind of stuff. So it's probably much easier for her to, you mean, oh, yeah. get content up and all yeah. that. And I think that's just more the. I think I've seen an explosion more of female bikers doing like YouTube and stuff like that. Well, you know, like in back last, in back in the day, when you you had you had paper publications and that was it. I think so I you, MySpace. you you <laughs> yeah. so you, you had to be appealing. People. I guess enough for a a, yeah. a, a, a public publication to pick yeah. you up, and yeah, it was somebody publication that is run by. It was men. well, it, well, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't want to hang it on the hat of guys. I just no, think, no. I think it, it would be a perception of whether you were maybe worthy enough, or whether they just didn't think that it was relevant, or whatever else like that. That's it. You imagine if Elspeth had got a deal with BMW long before you and Charlie did. Mm-hmm. You and Charlie were never in the, in the world. <laughs> they were like, nah, somebody um, else has done it before you, pal. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I Charlie. <laughs> it's a different era. Um, and, you Aye. know, they, they, were, they were doing overland travel. Aye. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, yeah so. Cool. Did you see that thing outside of your eye? What's that? So. Anyway, so, carry on. Sorry. Yeah, so I obviously... As you're seeing, awareness is being raised. You know, there's lots more out there. And you, you've always been out there, but now the mainstream are kind of picking up and saying, actually, you know what this is? This is more balanced than we think. So being the marketing clothes guru that you are, do you think now... What's that? Guru. Guru, yeah, absolutely. Um, no pressure. The, the level of equipment and clothing and stuff that's available for female riders now has improved from when you first started riding. Absolutely, absolutely. But everybody's has uh, uh, the quality of everybody's gear has mm-hmm. has it, it, it improved. But um, as as a biker, first and foremost, before yeah, yeah. you know what what I do from day to day, um, yeah, definitely. I mean, we're, we're we are different shapes. We've got different requirements for ergonomics and stuff. So yeah, I mean, there, there's some phenomenal kit out there now, which which fits really well. It's tested to a really high standard, and uh, and yeah, it's it's really good stuff. This is a great era to be getting 
really good gear. Yeah. Really good gear. So that, there's yeah. some pretty cool stuff out there, for, as you say, for both. What about, about yourself, Nick? Because you've been doing it for five years now, so have you noticed a difference even in that short space of time in terms of availability? What you know, what What's on offer, that kind of stuff? I think probably the last six months I've noticed a difference. When I first got my, my trousers, see, try to get a pair that too long and then folk were saying oh just buy them and cut them and stitch them and I was like I'm not paying 160 quid for a pair of jeans to <laughs> tear them up be Kevlar lined and like, so whatever the new technology is that's woven into them and then mm-hmm. having to hack at them with a pair of scissors and then get them and oh no that seems so that took in fact probably the main pair of jeans that I wear is, is the one of the first pairs I bought um, but I've bought a Actually, got some of the the moto girl, the, the moto girl uh, jeans and the jeans are they're just cracking. They're brilliant, and they were. Um, <clears throat> I think they were five years in um, research and development, and it's run run by female bikers. So that's why we've got the choice of the different cuts. You know, long, you know, regular, short, petite. You know, yeah. and and all of the armor goes in the right places and everything else. It's mm-hmm. it's it's great, fantastic, yeah, definitely. What about, what about selections of bikes? I know, I mean, I, you know, because I know that's, I, I, let me explain that in a wee bit, you know. Would, do you think there, there are bikes now being made that are for the female market? Do you think there's stuff that, like, I'm not going to say the Nightster, right? But, you know, but you know, there was always a talk about, like, the Sportster being a girl's bike. Yeah, you've always heard that kind of phrase chucked out there, you know, from the old stuff. That's my first big bike. I know, you know. Um, Honestly? No. Yeah. No, because I don't think it's like that. I think... They build a they build a bike and and you got to bear in mind that there are, there are go- I mean just for the, the people out there I'm a, I'm about five foot seven um, I'm quite lucky to have some long legs so um, there are guys out there that are riding that are shorter than me and I think it just depends on 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 the bike that they're constructing mm-hmm. that's what it's going to be you know you look at the um, adventure bikes that they're, they're tall they've got a high ground clearance they have to be so they can do their <coughs> job yep. you know. Um, it, it would make no sense at all to make a an off-road bike that was that low. Mm-hmm. I think there's um, a lot of design thought being put behind making particularly tall bikes accessible. So if you want to talk things like the, the Pan America with the adaptive ride height, that's an industry first. But, you know, think about things like the, the BMW GS series. You know, you can get low seats. There's plenty of ergonomics out there now. And I think it's just a progression of technology that we're very lucky to be to be in and amongst. And the Tiger did the low. They always had a, mm-hmm. they always had an, a low mm-hmm. version yeah, of the Tiger. Yeah. Well, I, I, am the, I am the guy who suffers from the, the wee leg syndrome. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So many times I've talked about, you know, where I go a lot. But bikes you know, look, at, look at the clearance and go, I can't run a bike. I think, just, you know, there's with the, the different people that I used to ride about with when I was younger, um... We were all sorts of heights and things, you know. You, you just got on with it. If you wanted yeah. to ride a, a GSX-R600 and you're struggling to touch the floor, you just got on with it. You put like one leg on one peg and the other one on mm. the on the on the floor, and 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 away you went. You just figured a way of doing it. Mm. I had an XT350 that hated me, and I really really had to concentrate on where I used to stop. And um, and you just you know if you if looking you want for, it, looking for a curb. If you want yeah. it, you're gonna get on it and you're gonna ride it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. I had an ninja like that. It was just that I was on my tippy toes in the ninja, and you know, you, as you say, you just you just scoot your bum off a wee bit, whatever. So, aye, or get a wink, take it, or get the Daytona boots that I've got. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so aye, well, that's a good so point. Aye, that that mm-hmm. is a good point. That's one of those things that, again, and they do. It's not just female and 
you mean boots? They do the guys' versions as well. Got a set of the guys' versions, and it definitely gives you added height, or See. at least it perceives to give you that added height. Because I can definitely feel if I'm riding in those, I am. I mean, far more flat-footed, even with, mm. with a slight bend, than um, I am if I'm just in my kind of normal. Just, just imagine where Top Gun would have been. Poor Tom Cruise if he didn't have those. Those kind of boots, you know. That's true. <laughs> I, 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 would need, I would need the boots that Gene Simmons wears from Kiss, you know what I mean? His big massive heels, that's what I'd need. So um the, that's that's I, I mean I didn't I didn't think necessarily that there was a, a difference in bikes, but I was just wondering if, if there was a perception that there was there was certain types of bikes that that are aimed at that market now because um, it is more of a market, you know? I think it's a, it's a it's almost like a byproduct of it. I think they make the bike and then they go, Oh yeah, by the way this is probably going to be most accessible to you yeah. because I mean, let, let's face it, our, our shapes are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and that's it's just, it's just an accessible bike, I think, mm-hmm. rather than it, but rather than it being men or, or female, it's just an accessible yeah. bike. And in the west of Scotland, it's just much men because we could be short legs. I mean, the soft tail slim that that's that's <laughs> a that's a really accessible bike. The yeah. soft, the you know, the, the soft tail slim, and nobody calls that a girl's bike. Mm. No, that's great. Very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Now. The old cliche of hairy blokes on bikes and the boys club, inverted commas, um, uh, persona for years has been the stock image of motorbiking. Um, do you think that there is a divide between male and female riders? Or do you think there's a subset of male riders that, that, that look down on other subsets of male or female riders? You know, so in terms of the biking culture, do you feel there is that, kind of, you know, divide somewhere down the line, you know? You know, rather than saying, well, there's the guys that wear the Power Ranger suits and there's the guys with the big beers that go down to their, their belly and then there's, you know, there's women that sit in the back and all these kind of things and all these kind of perceived kind of, uh, you know, kind of stereotypes. Do you, do you, have you found that? Have you been aware of that? Especially, you know, when you're, when you're out running and, and runs and stuff like that or when you're in, in the shop and seeing the type of people coming in. Um, what do you think? Nicola? Um, I haven't really felt that socialising, you know, if you get into Harley's um, or anywhere else, but, you know, with the bikers run about you, they just treat you the way they would, you know, any event or just in general in a pub or something. But um, I think way back when I first started taking lessons, because I went and did my CBT the first time and it was an absolute riot. Um, and I was just, I just walked to it. I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> um, but, you know, Probably for a couple of months, going back forward here and there, different um, instructors treated you differently. Um, and I wouldn't say it was really, they weren't very sexist, but just some comments you just thought, wait a minute, you know, like, I'm here to learn how to ride a bike. I don't want you um, talking about the vibration of the tank and stuff like that when I'm trying to learn how to ride a bike. Uh, it wasn't a major, but it was there and I kind of, took me back a wee bit um but thankfully you know where I did actually pass my test the guys were fantastic um, very supportive so uh, it's not been a, a major um sexist thing but yeah there was a wee bit at the start I think one of the things but you I mean you've always liked the idea of having the Harley because you always like the idea of well a Harley but be the the kind of ladies of hog side of stuff and you mean is that was that an attraction for you to 
or did did that play a part in you going, no, I want a Harley because I like that whole, there's an actual thing there for, you mean, me as a female rider and I don't, you mean, or was it just a, no, I want a Harley because Harleys are cool and they sound good and... Uh, no, it wasn't really, to, well, the ladies of Harley are all cracking, um, but that wasn't why I wanted the Harley. I mean, grew up running about with guys, you know, going to the football, um... Most of my best pals were guys growing up, so I, I, it was nothing really to do with um, the, the women that I, I wanted a Harley. I just seen a Harley and thought, I'm having one of them. One day I will get one. <laughs> not to be. That's and then the Nightster came and I was like, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I can, I can I'll actually lift it up. <laughs> what about you? Because you've obviously been riding that bit longer. A little. Um... <clears throat> I think it's, I think it boils down to just people. I think it, I don't think it matters what kind of sport you go into or activities you pursue. There's always going to be somebody somewhere that wants to um, take you down a peg or two, or they've got an opinion and they think a little bit less of you. Um, my experience has actually been um, more uplifting. You know, I mean, there's a, a little, a little history. Um, I've been working in the in like, in like the bike industry since I was about nineteen. So, you know, it's it's full of guys, and and those guys have have lifted me up. They've taught me all I know about motorcycles, and you know, all sorts of technical stuff, all sorts of fun stuff. You know, we've had capers and and you know the crack and that. It's 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 all been good, and I can think of the I can't really think of that many numbskulls that have really sort of like, you know, like, like they you know, really had a go. I've, I've had, I've had situations like when, when I had sports bikes and stuff, I used to tuck my hair into my um, leathers so it, it wasn't flapping about and clacking off the side of, of the lid. And, um, you know, I've had people being surprised that I was female, but not in a, in like a negative way. Yeah. They were, you know, they were like, that's, that's really cool. And, and again, yeah. I just think it's a thing where you're not really seen. So, so I suppose what you're kind of saying there is like, so Nicholas' situation then is like, you've got somebody talking about the vibration of the tank in an inappropriate way. But no matter whether you were a, motor, a motorcyclist or whether you were at the football or whether you were, they would find some way to say, because it's, the, it's down to the individual rather than. Yeah. And the, I think, I think, no, no. I think that the, sort of thing the, as well. Th- I think that sort of thing as well. I mean, having um, worked with a lot of, I, let's say is it like like technicians and stuff yep. like that they they've, they they get tarred with a brush of being like you know a little bit sort of thick skinned uh, you yeah. know grease monkey type guys and you know you have workshop banter and everything else like that and I've had the best laughs in my workshops a hundred percent absolutely and I think it all boils down to intent if you're saying something with an intent to upset that person that's a different thing than if you're saying something which is funny you know yeah, you're, you're yeah, making a yeah, you're making yeah, a joke yeah. at something right and and you're and you're you're having a laugh at that but if you're saying something with the express intent of making somebody feel a little bit uncomfortable that's 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 a that's and a horse of a different yeah color. and i suppose yeah. if you say something that, that you don't intend to make somebody feel uncomfortable but it does and, and you, you just don't say it again you know yeah and yeah. You, you'd know that by that person's response yeah yeah because you know that. so, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you know because you do see all that kind of behavior in lots of different things that are seen as male oriented like like football and and you know all that kind of stuff but 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 in, certainly in my experience of anything that i've done I've, I've never really met anyone who's been overtly um horrible to another type you know another you know kind of 
subset of people who want to be words. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Another group of people um, who I don't think are just horrible people anyway. And it wouldn't matter, you know, they have an opinion on that person. It wouldn't matter whether it's motorbiking, it wouldn't matter whether it's football, it wouldn't matter whether it's table tennis. Do you know what I mean? It wouldn't matter whether it's macrame. It doesn't matter. Just, mm-hmm. You know, they just don't, they, they're just not nice people, you know? Macrame. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? Uh, what? No. Um, anyway, no, no, no. Get, next question. Carry, carry, no, no. Yeah, but before we go on to that, I, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm gonna touch break. I'm gonna go back to the whole, or not go back to the whole thing, but just, do you know? I, see, me, the one of the things that I get about Harley Davidson, right, is the fact that there is quite a good community there, yeah, and they have the overall community, right, and th- there is no segregation between the overall community. And the, but the ladies have done their own thing where they go, but we're part of the community and we do all their normal stuff, but sometimes we just like to do our own little thing. And you yep. go, hey, okay, fair enough. I don't see any other, and again, if anyone's out there listening can prove me wrong, prove me wrong, but I don't see any other manufacturer out there doing something of that. Maybe the exception of the, the Distinguished Gentleman Ride, though, is again mixed across the board, so, but they still call it cool. a distinguished gentleman's yeah. ride. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but, this, but again, but that boils down to intent. Again, yes. you know, the, the intent is not to exclude by calling it the distinguished gentleman's ride. It's no. a it's a it's a charity ride specifically for male charities. So that's why it's the distinguished gentleman's yeah. ride. Yeah. But it's the, the again, it's it's about intent. It's not there to discriminate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I, I I just don't. I mean, I know from going to to different bike showrooms, the the you know some have a much better vibe than others so um triumphs you know triumph the, the, the first triumph glasgow before it's kind of reformed itself had a had, had um just across the road from when it was just across the road from harley you know when you went you went in it was a different vibe from harley it's still across it was very harley it's just in a port just, cabin, just, right just in a cabin. <laughs> you know but you go you go to somewhere else and i'll not name names or anything like that and and, and it was very much um just there to sell motorcycles. Yeah, so you know but, but see that that's business though. That's mm-hmm. business. That that's that's not necessarily community. Yeah. So yeah. that that's different. And that mm-hmm. that's about the team that you've got in that business. So it, it happens to be a leisure business. And 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 that that's where the different yeah. that that's where the difference is, I think, is is about the team and, and the um the sort of the drive and the ethics behind mm. that team. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, you, you could, there, there probably are other dealerships mm-hmm. that are um, together like we are as a, as a team and we, we do yeah. the things that we do. I mean, you know, people that follow us online will know that we go out for team rides together. We go away out on the bikes for the weekends. You know, we, we, we walk the walk. We, yeah. we we go do it because we, we like to have fun, yeah. you know. And it's and that's the thing. It's it's not uh, yeah. it's not all about that. But but I, I get what you mean about going into shops and it, it just being about selling bikes. Yeah. But but you, do you go to a shop to socialize? Uh, well, some no. shops you do. No, some shops, some, you, do. Some yeah, shops you do. Some shops you do. Yeah, Lego shop. So 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 you know. I mean, yeah. Some sh- some shops you do. Yeah, but but, but I, I yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go for it. Just being saying when you go in somewhere, it's it's not so much like you get into Harley's and you're like, everybody's your pal. Oh, how are you doing? What have you been up to? Blah, blah, blah. Right, look at that bike. But if you're going in somewhere, you know, just have a wee look at the bike for the staff to, you know, even acknowledge you've walked in the door, mm-hmm. you know. But, but, I've been but, in a few and, of those. And, and I suppose what I'm kind of saying there is mm-hmm. for me to walk in, and it's very hard for me to judge what it would be like for yourselves to walk into a... Uh, another dealership. I don't want to say anything because I don't want to imply that I'm talking about any other particular <laughs> no. dealership, you know, and, uh, because, I'm, because I'm... Phones off the hook. Because I'm not. 
And um, <laughs> uh, so, but you know, you walk in a particular dealership uh, as a guy, you know, somebody will come up to you and say, mm-hmm. oh, you're interested in a bike, you know, what you're looking for, what you're riding, you know, and, and, and you, you can have a chat away, you know. Um, whereas, do you find walking into somewhere like just a business that they make that assumption because you're not a male rider? Aye. That makes sense. That makes sense. Does that make sense? Have you experienced it? And we're not looking for names here, mm-hmm. but have I you experienced never read it in that, that? So it better make sense. And 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 did you did you feel that it was um, that it was because they just were the business side of things was rubbish, or it was because you're not buying a bike, but but the, the guy is. Do you know what I mean? I've experienced that a couple of times. Obviously, been in with Aaron, and you know, you sit in the bike, and I'm like, oh. My feet aren't too bad here. Would I think I'm buying this? If, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. Um, and then the guy will be like looking at Darren, and then you know the questions go to him, and he's like, "No, it's how that's looking." And then it's just like, "All right, right." So, and then back to Darren again, and you're like, "Hello, <laughs> we'll be buying think, a bike think, for you." I think, I, know, I, think like, I know the dealership we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, is that um, is that like you walk in and, and you'll see that and go, "The shoes looking," and goes, oh, "No, sorry, we don't do it in pink." Do you know, is it, is it uh, that kind of that feeling you, know you get? Because you know, <laughs> that to me is what I think the, the kind of where, where Harley is, is brilliant oh, at West it. Coast. West Coast, yep. So where West Coast Harley is brilliant is it doesn't matter who you are when you walk in the door, you get acknowledged exactly the same. Yep. And I find that and I find that with the guys that triumph mm-hmm. previously, so it didn't matter who you were, you know, you, you do that the same. And, uh, and I'd like to think that, I'd like to think that when you bought your Nightster, that Darren got a box of Ferrero Rocher, did he? I ate them. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> See, there you go. Whereas, you know, you know that that kind of wee that kind of wee touch. It doesn't matter who's buying the bike. The, the you know that that kind of happens. Kind of thing is there's wee kind of nice wee touches. You walk into other Still dealerships. Still a sore point that by the way. Is it? Aye, aye. Aye. You walk in. You <laughs> oh walk <my>. in. <laughs> You walk into other dealerships and, and yeah, you know, so it's still out there and it's something I think businesses need to kind of remember um, that, you know, you know, anyone's buying a bike, yep. you know, absolutely. But. That was quite a good question, Aye. which kind of, I mean, answers, well, it doesn't kind of quite answer that. It, it kind of leads into the next question, which is, is, do you think there's anything that either manufacturers or the industry need to be looking at going forward? You know I mean, in general, but specifically, that is there a gap in the market that the female rider, you mean, needs? And, and not necessarily a gap in product. A gap yeah, in... but is, is there something they need to be considering moving forward? Maybe not necessarily in the making of a bike, but in the making of a manufacturer, the, the, not in clothes, but in the actual bike or in accessories or, or you mean, whatever it may be. Or is it just the, the fact that maybe businesses need to adapt so that it is a much more mixed, or they change the the culture within businesses. Yeah, so like you know, for instance, like you know, get yourself a the, you know the new fat bob, right? But we'll, we'll just put a wee oven in it for the girls. You know, that's that not what thing. I meant. That's no? not what I meant. No, 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 no. no. Okay, just checking. Silence. <laughs> no intent there. I just like to point. There's no intent. There's no intent. <laughs> But the the question is probably twofold. It's probably do businesses need to based on the conversation that we just had there, do businesses need to maybe adapt and adopt that better model and maybe not make those stereotypes that if a man and a woman come in, the chances are it could be fifth it could be the guy looking for a bike, it could be the woman for a bike, you don't know, don't make that assumption. And then is there anything really in the industry that needs to maybe adapt? 
So I think um, in terms of business, I think, again, it comes down to culture. Depends yeah. de depends exactly on the business, how much time they're willing to invest in their team and, and to see if they if there is a problem there mm -hmm. or if there, if there isn't. So, you know, it's it, you're not going to turn that tanker very, very quickly. Um, in terms of manufacturers, um, in the time that I've been working in the industry, I know that there are several that have always been very um, prominent about featuring uh, female riders in their um, advertising and in their stories and stuff. You know, Harley Harley have always been at the forefront of that. Always. Some, uh, yeah, there's some classic and adverts from Harley at all. Yeah, absolutely. But, the, but you're yeah. talking vintage ones, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and, probably, you know, yeah. there's some really good stories behind those. They've, they've never... They've never hidden female riders away. Mm -hmm. If 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 they if you know if anybody else was, um, and I think BMW have come on a long way, um, a very much a long way. Um, and I'm trying to think. Oh, Triumph Triumph have always Triumph have always been very yeah, good like that. Of, but but it, that I mean thing, in, in terms of a in terms of an an industry, I think um, I mean if I really want to boil it down. I've always looked at it as in, um, I'm riding a bike. I just happen to be in a female chassis, if I put it that way around, right? Thanks. So I just, I like, I, I enjoy riding a bike. I just happen to be in this body and nobody chooses what body they're born into. So I, I have, I've never really looked, really, really looked and gone, oh, there's no women there. But then all of a sudden it does become quite clear that they're, that sometimes they're <clears throat> not there yeah. and, and they're not represented. But then you know, there's there's some really other big successes. I mean, you look at look at the TT, and and actually in motorcycle racing, it's the only um, sport in motorcycles where it's not men ver like there's men racing here and women racing that we race together, mm -hmm. which is great, right? It's great, um, and I I just would like to see more of that. That's yeah, what I'd we, like to see more of, and <clears throat> and um, yeah. maybe just a little bit more investment in into us because there are still some clothing manufacturers out there for example uh, you know in, in in my particular role i get to see the gents and the ladies versions of certain clothing come out and you look at one and that's got seven point armor into the chest and you look and you say okay well so this is the female's version what what why don't we have armoring in the chest and i asked that of a manufacturer and they said well we, we didn't think you'd want it i was like but did you ask us yeah you know, did you did you ask us whether I was like, you know, we we have ex, like, you know, we're, we're, we want yep. the same we, still, we want the protection. same crash protection <laughs> that you guys have. So it's that sort of thing. Just open your minds a little bit mm -hmm. further. You know, yeah. if, if you're not doing it already or if you haven't got, you know, at least a um, like a focus group that you can go and talk to the information's out there. Yeah. yeah see that, it's that kind of thing that you go. But like, just uh, why? But I, I want to, I want to challenge, but I want to challenge the, the, the perception though, that it, it's, it's, there's an industry versus women. You know, I really want to challenge that because that, that's not what it's like. No. That's not what no, it's no, like. No, no, and, and, and I've got to say, having, having spent like, like 20 plus years in the industry, I've never really come across a lot of that. And I've been in some spit and sawdust garages, by the way, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, oh. and, you know, and, and I just, you know, like I said, I have more often than not been lifted up by the guys in the industries and the people that I've met in, in this, mm -hmm. in this world, in this biker world, yeah. than than the negative stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, again, we started off the conversation by talking about 
clothing and has it come a long a long way well it has and that's because you know we're, we're enabled as an industry with lots of different individuals and some really great technologies behind us now so i kind of i just want to challenge that as as you know it's from from my experience yeah it's, i think it's interesting again that's one of those ones that you go just why I mean, why would you? I mean, yeah. I, why would you that, not? That, that just was go that was disappointing. Like that 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 in that situation, that was disappointing. Yeah, that was disappointing. Mm-hmm. But in the same breath, they said, "Well, we hear you, so we'll Change go do it. something about that." Right. And well, that's, that's great. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. It's, yeah. it's not you know, it's, and, and, it's not all naggy. I suppose you're, as you you know, there is much. There's, there's a hope and there's a willingness to listen. Absolutely. <laughs> a willingness to listen. There's a hope there that... A willingness right. to listen. I've got it that time, Good. thanks. That's fine. And, um, that's I, and, and that's that's probably where maybe, you know, um, in certain other industries or certain other manufacturers maybe wouldn't just consider to listen at all so it's good yeah, to know but then they'll miss out too yeah, bad they're going to miss out yeah absolutely that's it you know mm. yeah totally yeah definitely I think um, I think I, I think, this, I, think I was waiting for Nicola to go yes lighter helmets please yeah the lightest oh, helmet yeah. you can possibly find yes lighter <laughs> yeah but I suppose that's probably I mean I know the lightest helmets but that would be anybody and the lighter helmet would be great for anybody yeah, wouldn't definitely. it really you know right. could be but fair again that's that's maybe a little bit of research mm. because yeah. you know car- <clears throat> carbon fibre is far more accessible now than what it was yeah, yeah, years yeah. ago far more accessible and and, um, you know, it's with, like with anything with helmets, I always say with those, you know, you really got to don't go out shopping for a lid if you're hungry or if you have, if you're short on time or anything else like that, because it's awfully big investment and yeah, it needs to do a job. So huge. it's huge. Don't, don't so just take, look at them and light the paintbox. Ex- exactly. Take your time. The fit and and stuff is the, is the biggest yeah. aspect of that, for sure. I, I mean, I've bought a couple of helmets online, to be fair, and, you know, like that roof helmet, I love the look of the roof helmet and um, but it just it's, it's sore to wear now it's actually sore to wear gotta take yeah. your time I, 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 I mean years ago when i was looking at, at buying like one of my first lids there was a one which had like the old school lara croft stuff on it i was like oh that's so cool i want that <laughs> yeah. and uh, you know i put it on and it was just all over the place yeah. and it didn't matter which size i went for it just the shape of that shell was not going to fit my head yeah. so it had to go back on the shelf <laughs> I know you've done that a couple of times, haven't you? You've bought I've a helmet. Got, and went, oh, that's quite I've nice. had four, four uh, helmets. We need to go shopping. Yeah. No. She's already spending her money with the other Darren. <laughs> now, before we get into the the final question, which uh, you know we're going to look a few bit of words about some for you know the female reds out there, but I'm just going to throw a curveball in here, right? Just in the, and I think we'll probably discuss this in, in a future podcast. But I know we're talking about men and women here, you mm-hmm. know, but obviously there's like there's LGBTQ plus and you know trans communities and all that. Have you have you noticed there's is that any manufacturers doing anything for that community to try and promote it? Because that's that's another community that's out there that you don't really, you would, you would never, you would never, if you were just kind of going down that route, associate that, you know, with biking and, and motorbiking and stuff like that. Well, those, the LGBTQ um, I plus community has always been there. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's always been there. And, um, they again, they just haven't been acknowledged. And you know, if you're asking, um, should manufacturers do more to make those people more visible? And you're asking us as women, mm-hmm. um, should manufacturers do things to make us more visible? 
that is your answer. Is that it's obviously not out there if you're having to ask us. Yeah. Mm. Cool. They've yeah. always been there. We've always been here. You know, going back to Joan, Second World War, yeah. riding motorcycles as a dispatch rider in the Second World War. How many of you guys sitting here knew about that? No, no, that no, was no, happening. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. just, it, the, it's happened. Mm-hmm. It's out there. It's part of our fabric and our history mm-hmm. as, a, as, a, as a human race. It's, it's just not out there. It's just not, it's not, it's not being, um, it's not being amplified. Yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 I mean, I've got a personal connection with that. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, and, and with John, with John getting his bike license and, yep. and all that. And I just think, you know, and, and when I, when he first said that and I thought I'm going to, I'm, I'm worried that he's going to hit this wall of, you know, kind of, you know, um, discrimination against it because, you know, because of, um, because you, you just don't know if, you know, if it's, you know, what it's going to be like for him. But, you know, thankfully for him and all his experiences, he had with the guys that he, that he got his CBT with and all that. It's been absolutely amazing. You know, it doesn't matter, but, you know, and as it shouldn't, but it's just about, you know, is that another thing that, you know, that, that maybe manufacturers are not... I don't think I don't think that that's an isolated question in in the bike world. Uh-huh. I think that's, oh, a, that's, that's a much broader yeah. cultural yeah, 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 question. Totally, totally, um, yeah. So yeah, and, I think and it's, it's for another broader. time and everything. But no, it's yeah, just, yeah, but it's, it's, ab- just, yeah, it's, it's a great question. Yeah. Great question. And I think mm. a lot of the a lot of this stuff I think boils down to again the biking MD that doesn't bike and hasn't been near the biking community mm-hmm. instantly goes depending on the generation to Henry Fonda. You mean Easy Riders uh-huh. or to, you mean Hell's Angels or to, mm-hmm. you mean they instantly go to that stereotype, yeah. which again is a bygone either that, mm-hmm. you mean, unless it doesn't lo- no longer exist, it still exists, but it's evolved. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But that, yeah. again, that goes back to your perception as reality. So they were perceived so, as being yeah. these badass guys. And, you know, the, yeah, let's not ignore it. You know, the, no. the, the, the 60s and the 70s, yeah, there, yeah, there, totally. were, there were some yeah, yeah, badass yeah. Biking gangs mm-hmm. out there and yeah. stuff, but you know, perception is reality. There were good folks on bikes back then too. You know, yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, that, that, um, I just, I was just curious if there was anything else that we could add from from that perspective. You know, and just and is that that was clever thinking. Mm-hmm. Thinking on the spot. Isn't it? I think. Um, I mean, I, when, when I when I see John on his wee mutt one two five, mm-hmm. I just see a, a you know a, a young guy who just loves being on that bike because he know? is. Because yeah. he is, because yeah. he's a young guy yeah. and he just loves being on that bike. Um, and, uh, you know, so, and actually loves coming into Harley and loves coming into Triumph and mm-hmm. sitting in the bikes. And, and he's, he's bought a Triumph. He can't, hasn't passed his test yet. So I unfortunately have to ride it for him and keep it running. Oh, that's such a uh, shame. Uh, it's a shame I'm going down at the What weekend. a good friend you are. I know. I, it's, it's, <laughs> I know. It's, a, it's a tough job. Father the jazz, of the year. But got to do it. Father of the year, that's it. So I'll be taking, <laughs> I will be taking the bobber out this weekend. But, um, you know, but it's just like, you know, I think, it's good to, you know, to, 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 I think it's probably better to, you know, Harley does it well. They do the freedom, you know, you're, you're buying, you're buying freedom, you know, and I know that's a marketing thing and all that. Well, no, 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 I, no, I, but I, you're buying the joy of. I hear, I hear what you're saying there with, that, with it being a marketing thing, but actually I think we, I think we all know that like bikes really epitomise freedom. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And it's the mental health. I know mm-hmm. we've talked about ah, this yeah, before. Absolutely. And again, this, this, crosses you mean this crosses all boundaries regardless of you mean age sex you mean religion whatever but it's the mental health aspect i think getting it on the bike and i think i've noticed that more not commuting as much Uh on the bike is having that half hour even just a half hour to 
clear your head because you're doing nothing but else but focusing. Wind in the face, flies in the teeth, and you know, you're, yeah. it does the world of good for you. Do you know what I mean? There's so. actually, and I wish I'd thought about this earlier and checked Instagram, um, the name of them, because it's a woman I just randomly, I don't even know how I found her on Instagram. I just seen something and where she was had posted about, you know, going through her CBT and all that and how she was treated and. Um, but she's obviously out there with bikers and it's a mental health um, bike group and they were all away somewhere recently and I just cannot remember the name of them. Um, but it's amazing, the, the group that they've got, it's massive. We'll look it up. Mm. I will look it up. Look we'll, it up and we'll pop it on the socials. Pop it on the socials. Yeah, because yep. you know, all this kind of stemmed from an article I read about a Welsh girl who was talking about being out, being out as the only female in a, mm-hmm. in, in a biker kind of club type thing chapter type thing you know well, I, was, it, I was waiting for the stereotypical <laughs> little Britain moment there you mean no. the only biker in the village well I was the only um, it was only me and one other lassie in the, the town that I grew up in that, that rode bikes yeah, yeah there, there, there weren't you know weren't that many of us about or mm. the, again but again it's, it's you know that they may have been yeah, <laughs> we just, just, just we just, just didn't see each yeah. other and and we didn't have all of this social networking and everything else like that to do oh, yeah. you know and, what I mean back then there may have been but they didn't know how to get into it or they didn't know because yeah. it was yeah or I, mean? oh, I mean you know you, you'd, you'd go out and you maybe you know end up at the top of the horseshoe pass mm. in north wales or somewhere and and you would you'd see each other you just give each other the nod and that but mm-hmm. it, it wasn't really the the kind of thing where you had all of the social stuff backing yeah. you up, you know what I mean? It was not so easy to find and mm-hmm. and, and all of that. So, yeah, we were out there, though. <laughs> cool. Nice. The nod was the thing that no one ever told you. You don't yeah. learn it. You don't, you learn, don't learn it, it when you're riding. It's only once you get out there that you learn the nod, which is just... Oh, yeah, the nod. It should be. Yeah. It should be in as part of your CBT. <laughs> yeah, totally. Just, Here's your uh, CBT. Lifesaver. This Nodes. is how you do it. Aye. No, it should be actually. But you I mean the step through, right? This is, <laughs> we're going into section D now, where you're going to learn all your slow maneuvers. And when I walk past, you need to give me the nod, yeah. fellow biker. Okay. okay. And then section E, you get onto the road and you do it for real. But you don't do it like that. No, you don't do it like that. I'm, uh, some, uh, Give yourself see, whiplash, boy. <laughs> Let it again, onto your this, this is really good. This is good for for, for an audio podcast. All yeah. this, all these visual nods, <laughs> all these visual nods yeah. that no one. All after Nicola's um, um, uh, demonstration of that nod, there she should be in a surgical collar. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. You okay, hun? Did you hear the crack? I have something cool. Although that's again just out of curiosity, nodder or a waver. Both. <laughs> nodder or a waver? I started as a nodder, um, but I quite like the wave. I think oh, it depended on what I was riding. If I was on a sports bike, it was definitely a nod. <laughs> and, um, and on the Harley, I'm like, yeah, I ain't take my hands off the handlebar. <laughs> Just give me a little, hey. I'll win, mid-wind, knee down. I do remember the first time I went to wave and I was like, Oh shit! What hand do I use? <laughs> yeah. I think it depends where you are on the road as well. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I prefer to wave, right? I just think waves. Hello, Chief. hi. Right, I do prefer wave. But you know, um, if you're if you're going on a corner and you're, I'm not again, again <laughs> for the for the po- for anyone you know, for the podcast listeners, yeah. that was a ooh, with the hand up, with a yeah, wave, yeah. cheeky wave, yeah. with cheeky wave. That's it. Uh, so. I'm going to ask another question, which is always an, another popular, which I think we should start building into the ABC yes, questions. Go. Hand solo or hand groupy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? what is a hand solo hand groupy? Do you like to ride on your own or do you like to ride in a group? Prefer. 
Because you can like both, but which one would you prefer? I don't think I've really... I've not been out in a group. No, you're usually but what, telling me. What I'm a bit... Because obviously the guys and ladies of Harley know that they all go out and they ride it. Um, and there's a certain way you've got to ride when you're out there. And that's... Or the drop-off system. Scares me a wee bit. Because then I get confused of what's happening. Mm. And I might do something stupid. Uh, the drop-off system, the very first time you do it, is a bit, it's like, oh my God, there's something else I need to think about. I just want to enjoy the ride. And now I've got to wait for you to point to what curb I need to stop it, which does, I, there's sometimes that annoys me. Not not the actual drop, I get why they do it, and that keeps everybody together, and it makes perfect sense. And I've done it loads, either out riding with the guys for the chapter or out riding with the IEM guys, but there's just sometimes you go, oh, God, I've got to stop and make sure everybody else has passed. Oh, there's the last guy, and then kind of joke. So I think it depends. Like, there's some things yeah. it's fine because I'm kind of quite happy to do it, and then there's mm-hmm. other times I go, should have just about my own. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the mixed camp. So that's where the hand solo hand group be because you're more a hand solo guy. I like to be on one, yeah. I, just you um, know, or, or, and, you know, or, or maybe do a couple of other people that you're you're chatting away to, and, and you know, but I like to be on one. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm I'm a, a solo. I'm a solo, but if I'm going to ride with a group, I like it on my terms. So it's great to have a shared experience with other people mm-hmm. and, you know, have, you know, catch up with people when you you get to where you're going and everything else like that. But probably like 95% of the time I'm, I'm on my own. Yeah, yeah. I just thought get a hand that's, that's a good yeah. question. Cause, 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 I'm glad. I'm going because just in case you decide to put that on a t-shirt at some point. Uh, <laughs> hand solo or hand group? Yeah, and, I'm a hand solo. Stay away from yeah. me. Hand solo or hand group? Nah, within a week we'll get the cease and desist letter for Lucas film. Do you know what I mean? Good point. <laughs> well, that'll be another one to add to your collectioning. Yeah, yeah, I've got a free of season desist for my t-shirt designs. But anyway, excellent. Yeah, that's a good question. So, is the, oh, I've, got, I've got another one. Oh, have you? Here you oh, go. I know. I'm going to roll. You um, anything you haven't done yet, in a biking sense, that you want to do? Ride the wall of death. Oh, aye. Uh, <laughs> we'll go into that in a minute. We'll yeah, go into that in a minute as the yeah. coming up. Yeah, cool. So, finally then, for, for this wee section. Oh, Nicola, Nicola. Oh, I was sorry, just going Nicola, to say wheelies. Wheelies? Yeah. See, I've never, I've never ever really. I know what you get for, for your birthday then. <laughs> Take it to the wheelie school. Yeah. I've, <laughs> nev- I've never ever really wanted to do a wheelie. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm a big, big scaredy cat. I don't know. But I'd like to do a wheelie, but not on my bike. Quite happily on someone else's bike. Ah, maybe mean? that's it. Maybe if somebody gave me their bike, obviously not. On, obviously not a demonstrator. I am not a demonstrator. Do you mean or an experienced ride? But you mean just something? Here's an old bike going to wheelies on it. It's a great feeling. Mm. It's a great feeling. You, you gotta. <laughs> I, I couldn't you know. even do them. I couldn't even do them on a push bike when I was young. So maybe oh, that's what mate. it is. Oh mate! Yeah, I know. Should have hung out with me. Yeah, exactly. You know. <laughs> but then I was a road racer. I didn't, I didn't do BMX. I did road racing. So, that, oh. uh, so I was. Uh, you right. watch. That's going to be the next Harley Experience Day. No, no, Shans no. Leading, and it's no, no, no. <laughs> it was all done on closed roads under controlled circumstances. Every time. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We don't believe you. <gasps> If no. I say it again, does it make it? It was all. Perfect. No, she had her fingers crossed. It doesn't count. That's a good shoot. Yeah. Nice one. So, um, yeah, wheelies for you. And what was it you said again? Wall of death. Wall of death, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. We're, we're coming back to that, right? Uh, we'll come back we'll to come that. Back in a minute. That's that wasn't a plug. It's it's genuine. No, 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 we'll come back to that in a minute. Okay. So finally, then the last last wee bit here. Words of wisdom for any well, I'm going to say female riders or potential riders, but any riders really, but you know if it's if it's you know, for female riders in particular because it, you know, is something to say, then go for it, but any potential riders from, from your experiences what would you say? 
kidding. Buy an um, extra? I would, yeah, buy an extra. No, but I would say go and do your CBT. Just go for it. Just try, if you don't like it, you've tried it. You know, if you're sitting there thinking, oh, I would like to try it, I'd like to try it. Mm-hmm. And then, but no, no taking it further. Just, just go and speak to one of the guys in the schools and wherever you're at. And I do remember that. I still remember that lesson. feeling of finishing your CBT and going, this is amazing. I want to come back tomorrow and... Oh, yeah, I do remember that. I still remember that feeling. It's great. And that was 20-odd years ago, so... Mm. It's, it's a good feeling when, you, when yeah. you're when you like... Well, actually, even the afternoon... And I echo exactly what Nicola just said. 100%. 100% what Nicola said. Are you curious? Go book a CBT. It's a day out on a bike. And you'll know yeah. whether you're going to enjoy it or not. Yeah. And then there's that moment in the afternoon when you go out on the road yeah. and you're like, oh. oh my God, I'm actually riding a bike. <laughs> oh, I'm doing it. I'm bloody yeah. doing it. And, yeah. and, 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 and then from then on, your parents think it's a phase and you end up with a 20 summit year career in motorcycling. I remember my CBT. and my May wife, lead to career choices. Yeah. <laughs> I know. My wife, my wife very kindly bought me a... A, a nice leather jacket, a Dionysia leather jacket and everything for going to do the CBT and all that. And it was like, wow. But, you know, it's been a fair bit of money on it. It's not cheap stuff, as you know. And uh, and, I, and I remember getting rocking up in the morning going, what if I don't like this? She's just spent this money on this and this jacket and all that. What if I don't like this, you know? Um, thankfully, though, I was like, yeah. yeah I was going to say, that's, that's that's a fair stringing that along for 20 summit years, mate. No, <laughs> that's no, a fair. No, no, thankfully, I did. You know, that's what I mean. But yeah. I was like, you know, but, um, that, that my advice to be was, was don't spend that kind of money on a on a jacket until you yeah. know whether you like it or not. Go and hire I mean? their kit, use yeah. their bikes. That's all what it's there for. Yeah. And um, yeah, go for it. Go for it. Mm-hmm. You can always just take the pads out. A really nice jacket. Well, there, there was that. Yeah, there was I? Do you know what I, mean? I, I still have that Dainese jacket. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. In a frame? I was in a frame. I can't fasten it. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Although Ian <laughs> Dickens does have a four-inch gap. I just can't. I just can't. Actually, John's John's wearing it now. Oh, is he? Uh, he's wearing it now. So that's good. good. Along with your flashy helmet. Yeah, along with the flashy helmet. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah, absolutely shocking. I was going to see something else and it just completely went in my head there. That I'm sure was, you remember. It was, it was probably irrelevant. So, that's all the questions. I think I, we've kind of not exhausted yeah. the questions. We've come up with a few on the fly there. Um, yeah, we did. Yeah. Anything exciting coming up? And I'm aiming this directly at you because, well, you're in the... Um, and for those that, in the biz. for those that that, that can't see us speaking, uh, Darren has talked to Sean. I know that's you? a good point. Actually, you know, I, I really should say that. So, Sean, you know, anything coming up in the next few weeks? Rather than you, do you know what I mean? Then anything you, know. you might be trying to wangle your way into having a shot of in the next few weeks. <laughs> well, um, I well, I'll get I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. I just want to I will let the community <laughs> know that is the, that is listening to this podcast that at West Coast um, we have a. Uh, program of events uh, for the whole community. So everybody is welcome to come to West Coast and enjoy what we put on. That's Glasgow Bike Night. It's our experience rides. It's it's whatever it is that's that's on the cards next. The the um, Glasgow Bike Nights are the last Thursday of every month. You can check out all of our events um, on Facebook, online, on our website, all of that. But the, the really biggie that we're excited for is the Carnival of Speed which will be taking place um, in Pit Lane in Hillington. So by our store, by our West Coast Harley store, um, where we'll be absolutely ecstatic to welcome the legendary Ken Fox and his wall of death. 
Um, so this is the guy who taught Guy Martin how to ride the wall of death and helped him achieve his world record, which is pretty phenomenal. That's pretty and cool. this is yeah, this is the cool. this is the original wall of death too. This is this this dates back to the 1920s. So this is a piece of of working history that you can come and see. And you know, in in this day and age where everything is so digital and mm-hmm. so virtual, this is a real thing and it is absolutely phenomenal and it's it's perfectly accessible you know kids everybody you know it, it, it you've got to see it to believe it it's absolutely nuts and hypnotic at the same time it's it's amazing aside from that we've got a selection of really specialist um harley builds that will be on display in in the showroom we've got an old school vaudeville performer that does escapology fire breathing other bits and pieces oh, like that okay. um nice. and um and then there's there's some <laughs> other things that that I'm, I'm just trying to get over the line which i'm excited for <gasps> too i want to tell you everything and we've got some brilliant bands on we've got some brilliant brilliant local bands coming on which is just going to be it's going to be an awesome awesome weekend if you're a bit of a petrol head you love motorcycles you want a good day out this is gonna be it and it's 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 the first time that that wall of death has been up in scotland in a long time I we're looking forward to that. So what are the dates? What are the dates? It's the 30th and 31st of July and we have our bike night on the Thursday. So we do the bike night on the Thursday, which is going to be like the warm up. This is like the, the prequel and then we'll be we'll be kicking it over the Saturday and, and Sunday. And for anyone that's even even the bike nights are getting, yeah, predominantly as bikes, but even if you're just a little bit of a petrol head mm-hmm. and like a bit of good music, get along and because some of the cars that are starting to show mm-hmm. up are absolutely yeah. yeah we have classic trans ams and we've got plymouths and you know big old silverados yeah. chevys blue dodge blue. challenges a oh. like a formula one style <laughs> thing you mean not and then there's the other yeah, and then and then there's like some trikes and stuff which are really cool. Uh-huh. Oh, the big eight liter Boss Hog that was ooh, sitting yeah. here on Thursday was just eight points. Did you see the Did you see the seven fifty uh, slab Suzuki that was riding inside as well in the racing colours? Because that was oh, the, just the red. Yeah. Gold no, no, no. It was it was um, white and blue. Your classic um, Suzuki. Yes, yes. That's what, yeah, uh, <gasps> oh, yeah. I think I think mm-hmm. what I love about that as well is. I think it's the only it's the only event that you can go to. It's a completely open event, and you can have something like a Hayabusa parked next to a 1920s Indian Scout yeah. parked next right. to a, a bobber, and then like a Fireblade, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like oh, whatever. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. And all this is becoming so. And Groms, we had a little pocket of Groms rock up. They're great. Ah, those little bites. Are so much that's there you go. That's what we'll get you practice your wheelies on. Uh, yes. A little Grom. Nicholas Grom School. Because <laughs> really got yeah. a, I, we, we need to I, we need to get a bit of waste grin and practice that. Uh, no practice that, set that up. So that's so that's the because last weekend Grom's in July. Correct. Yep. So bike yep. night on the Thursday, last mm-hmm. weekend in July for the mm-hmm. Wall of Death. Mm-hmm. Yep, amazing folks. So um, keep an eye on your socials, West Coast Harley socials for um, all the information and hopefully some of the other cool stuff that's. Uh, that we, we're being just being teased with. Yeah, little. I mean, you know, our our events continue through the year yeah. so even when if you're if you're the kind of rider that don't want to doesn't want to go out in in the wet weather um you know it's that's cool we still have things happening on the weekends into the winter months so you can come in and get your bike fix you know you can yeah. sit there and, and look at the bikes and interact with folks and and meet up with us and yeah. and everything else it you know we it doesn't stop does it you know what i mean <laughs> stop hankering after those bikes just be, you know 
I know, and Nicola's going and Nicola's going to kindly help us out with the uh, review of the night stuff. Excellent. She's just going to review it, and she doesn't know it yet. But you know what I mean, she's like, no, that's not. All right. <laughs> but you must come in. You must come in, and and we'll we'll do a bit too, if you want to. I may have to. I may have to bring my drone with me on the speed. The, oh yeah. The well, yes. <laughs> so long as you've got clearance in Glasgow Airport. Wow, 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 wow. We don't want to shut right. that. No, no, head no, no. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that. Pit lanes out with the, the I think the I think it is. Zone. I it's think it's just is. out with it, uh-huh. and uh, I'm 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 qualified and everything. So qualified, you have to qualified for that. GVC, yeah, you get pilots. Yeah. Is got, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you pulling? Are you pulling my leg? You have me. No, 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 no. Genuinely, oh. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Do you go? Do you have to? Do you have like a, a CBT for for drones? Uh, so you well, it uh, depends what kind of. That's depends, why. That's why he's getting Captain Ian Tarmac Bell uh, up beside these posters. It depends what type of what type of drone you're flying and what type of license you want. But for commercial reasons, you need to get a. Cool. Well, it used Blimey. to be a. It used to be a, a PIF Cobra, now it's a GVC. But yeah. JVC is that not a video player? No G G for Oh call. G yeah. right sorry. Uh, um, <laughs> and, and PIF Cobra is a really bad company for an eighties movie. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, so uh, but but yeah, so I've got all the uh, the, the stuff for that. So who knew? Yeah, cool, very cool. Okay. All good. Add yeah. that to your bucket list: mm-hmm. commercial drone pilot's license. Only if there's like four of them, and there's like a bike in the middle, and it you can lift it up and fly it like um like a like a flying bike, like, like, yeah. like the Dubai police are talking about putting. What? Have you not seen this? No. The, the so it, thing. so it's a, it's a, essentially it's a bike. See, I'm thinking the Star Wars thing. Like a speeder oh, bike speeder thing. Line speeder. Well, yeah. Aye. Well, the, the Dubai police are working on an actual drone that you sit on <laughs> like a bike <laughs> and fly. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah. I think the, the, first <laughs> thing we looked, the first thing we looked through, we went, what happens if you fall off it? Not only would you get probably sliced and diced through the yeah. blades on that, but depending on how you are, I mean, well, they'll, get, they'll, they'll be belay guards and things of the horizon. But yeah, yeah. I, mean, so I suppose it's not any different from what if the plane falls out of the sky, I suppose, really. Do you know? That's true. Yeah. But yes, I think, look I think, that up. You know, right. without, without being too geeky, they would probably have to make it at least six rotors rather than four rotors. So if one failed, they still stayed up with the other three. Sorry, just, I'm just saying, just saying. Anyway. Just a bit like a plane. Aye, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, um, so, so when we go back to the, the, the question of is there anything you haven't done yet in a bike, a flying bike is obviously now up there as one of the things... To be done. Yeah, but wall of death first. I'm an, I'm an analog chick, you know what yeah. I mean? I'll, I'll, yeah. I, I just can imagine <laughs> that the, the, I would imagine the, the smell <laughs> and the noise alone <laughs> would be phenomenal. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think the smell and the noise alone are that just going round in the way. Yeah, and just, yeah, yeah. 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 But you, you pull G's doing it. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was, it's, it's a conditioning thing that you have to go through, apparently, which is, which Aye, is why I'd imagine it's, I'd imagine it's like one of those, see that the, the astronaut pilot, Mm-hmm. thing because the gyroscope well, was a fine unit if you were constantly going mm-hmm. around circles in such a tight space i'd imagine you'd be pulling some serious g's mm-hmm. well without without breaking the the the, the mystery and the magic of it it's, it's this centrifugal force that that keeps you on that yep. wall of death so it does mm-hmm. you have this they have those g's pushing down and if you watch yep. guy martin doing that wall of death right i think it, i think it's on like uh channel four more four, yeah, four, more four, four that's yeah. the one i think he was pulling like maybe four or five g's when he was doing that world record, because he was doing eighty mile an hour around that around that wall, is, it was a big yeah, big wall. It's a big wall. They had to do it. Do it inverted, you know. So <laughs> we're talking about that's the question, yeah. you know. <laughs> poor, poor. Oh, that was poor. Yeah. What can I say? And what was he doing there? 
<laughs> yeah, that's another visual cue. We'll keep that one out. We'll keep that visual cue out. That it was one. relations, wasn't it? It was relations. Just relations. Yeah, it was yeah. relations. Yeah. Containing relations. Exactly. You know, so. Excellent. There, there we go. I think that's... Um, I'm just looking at this what, flying drone thing. Flying, flying drone thing. No, not so, flying drone thing. This flying bike drone, drone thing. Bike drone thing. So, excellent. Well, thank you very much, guys, for coming in. Thank guys. Guys, well, that's, cool. that, that's guys. a cool thing. You know, that's but cool. that's... There's another quick question, right? Yeah. Okay. D- you know... Uh, we all say guys. Yeah, yeah. In my work, I say guys. It's the Lemmy sketch. Time. Yeah. Of course it is. It's the Lemmy sketch. Yeah. I mean, when he's like, ah, see his guys later, and he goes up and he says, excuse me, mate, have you seen my, my pal? What, what What? does it look like? Oh, um, she had a polka dot dress on. Are they guys? Aye, guys. 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 They're not guys. Stop saying guys. So... Don't bother me. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't mind that. Intent, intent, intent. Intent, yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all cool. I've seen that. I, d- I now write folks an email. Oh, yeah, than folks. Right. I'm a folks person. Yeah, yeah, you always yeah. know it's me if I'm if I'm on yeah. um, doing the socials. It's like, mm. hey, folks. <laughs> Alrighty, folks. Inside yeah. the knowledge there. there you if go. you see mm. socials saying, hey, folks, yeah. you know where it's came from. Perfect. Yeah, cool. So, um, thank you very much for for coming along. That was it. That was that's a long big question, isn't it? I know, but I enjoyed that. Yeah, and, I'm gonna, really uh, and before we go, we're just there's going, a motorbike. We're just showing a picture of a motorbike drone. We may put that up in the socials. Then you know, we may, we may still how much That's cool. fun and does that look? Does look good. Yeah, I want one. Yeah, yeah I wonder if I can get it on like a bike scheme at work. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> uh, PCP deals following shortly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Salary sacrifice. <What>? <laughs> Show up me a P11D. I know. That'd be, that'd be interesting. What's that? It's a flying bike. Hi. Yeah, lovely. What's that 50 quid benefit in kind? That's for my flying bike. Okay, then. No bother. No bother. Cool. That's us. Nice. Thank you very much. So Please, thank, you, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you guys. See, see what I did there? I know. I know. <laughs> folks. So, see what I have to chat with you folks. Um, you know, um, in the, the Average Bikers Cave, and you're welcome back anytime. Please do pop down again and have a chat about stuff. Um, ha- West Coast Halo related or not. Or Triumph, maybe. West Coast Triumph. West Coast mm-hmm. Triumph, of course, yes. Because I'm, I'm kind of, um, it'll be quite cool because when that, that'll be another place to go and chill and hang out with and, mm-hmm. and get the same vibes with, but around, you know, different, different set of bikes, you know. Having having a Harley and a oh. Triumph, I'll be happy in both places. Well, you know, everybody <laughs> you know I mean? everybody's welcome at our places, regardless. Exactly. You know, yeah. everybody's welcome. And that again, to echo the bike nights, that's what's so fun all about the bike nights is that, that that it isn't it isn't a Harley Davidson event. It's it's a West Coast event for anyone who is a two wheeled warrior or wants to be a two wheeled warrior it's who loves the, the thought of being a two wheeled warrior. It's all for the community. Yeah, it's all exactly. for the community. And the dogs. There's a lot the of dogs, dogs there last no, night. There was a lot of dogs last night. Do you see Motorbike Mini? Uh, uh, I, 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 I did. I, I missed them when we were there. Did you see her eye? I said to you, look at that wee dog there. That's who that was. That's who that was. I know. There's another, there's another wee terrier that rides on the back of a... And the woman, was yes. the woman that was riding Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he's well. just adorable, that dog. He's, he, wears, he wears doggles. Doggles. Is that a thing? Doggles. Yeah, yeah. That's the one when you said, oh... Did you say about Ian putting something in the back? Did I say about Ian putting something in the back? No, I said it was Fitzy. Oh, it was I said, Fitzy. I said Fitzy's got one of them for Karn. For Karn. Aye. <laughs> and it, it, but he wasn't really listening because he was just too busy talking. Yeah. But it just kind of went straight yeah. ahead. Fitzy, if you're listening, there you go, you get your first shout out. That's it. You, mean, you had a little pouch in the back for Karn, which, again... 
Maybe cut that. Maybe cut that. We'll see. We'll see. Don't cut it. Don't cut it. That's funny. Cut it. No, we'll leave it in. And he's quite happy to shout out. So, <laughs> unfortunately, we've got we've got two guests here who are trying their best. Not nah, to, they're trying to uh, wear uh, themselves. You know, huh? we, have, we have discussed like so many different controversial subjects, but you've mentioned that, and, the, the, <laughs> <laughs> and our guests looked thoroughly shocked. I know, but Cam doesn't listen, so we're all right. Oh, and right? I didn't mean that as in you know, I mean it was a dog basket for her. I meant that just. Just stop now. Just stop. for camp. Just stop. I'll just edit that whole bit. Edit that whole bit. Exactly. I'll just cut that bit out. On that bombshell. See ya. See ya. Cheerio. I'm leaving now. Bye. So this was the very last Adam Bikers in the podcast. Certainly posted by Darren. Oh God! Mm. Aye, he'll kill me tomorrow. I'll just pre-warn him tomorrow. But aye. give me a bit of shout out. But don't worry about it. It's fine. Aye. And and maybe maybe listen to it on your own. Aye, <laughs> aye. And don't have it. Don't have it playing through Alexa. It's aye, fine. Don't fine. worry about it. <laughs> that's it, folks. Uh, episode twenty-two. A delayed episode twenty-two. Um, uh, because we've, 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 we've some technical difficulties. Yeah, and we've been. Yes, we have, we have experienced some technical difficulties. But te- please now ensure that your seatbelt is fastened, your tray. Is in the upright position, and you are listening to Average Backers in a Cave. Thank you for listening again to us and our usual ramblings from here inside the cave. Um, and again, for supporting every episode, which has been brilliant. And yeah. a massive thanks to Shan and Nicola for coming on and chatting to us. Um, I actually really enjoyed the banter. It was good, it was really it? Yeah. good. Even yeah. though I kept digging holes. And every time I said something, yeah. I felt I was digging a hole. And I was, I'm like, we, we digging no, a few holes and, and we're working There's out. no intent there. There's no intent no, there. You know, and, and, and I think probably one of the things that was quite quite interesting to, to note is, well, you know, when you're talking about subjects that are, I'm going to say controversial, but you don't want to offend them. You don't, you don't want to, you know, but it, you, you can no, overthink I, certain words and certain and phrases I, that you want to use, don't yeah, you? Yeah, and I think the thing you is, know. is because I was, I know this is the outro, but you know I mean, we'll cover this all because yeah. we didn't really conclusion Aye. because there wasn't really a conclusion. No, it was it's just, just a good chat. Really. Aye, it really just was a good chat. And I genuinely had that, I really wanted that insight as to, yeah. was there this big divide? Was there mm. a thingy? Or is this just the, is this just the remnants of you I mean years gone by and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Because there's we a lot of enough, things yeah. that I noticed that you I mean you walk into certain shops and you I mean it is very oh this is the guy section this is the girl section there's yeah. the you know I mean and bikes are just bikes as, yep. as Sean said earlier so you know I mean there's not really anything there and but yeah I just thought I really want to get that viewpoint I really mm-hmm. want to see because well we might not think there is. Maybe you mean other people well, there, mate. You know, as, as we said earlier, I, I said I can walk into a particular dealership and they'll come up and speak to me because they just I, naturally assume just you're naturally in to look assume for bikes. You're in to look for bikes. Whereas, you know, if a girl walks in, they, may, they, they maybe assume you're in to look for, and, and, and this is going to sound terrible. There's no, this is, but this is the, the, the worst case extreme. You're in for a present for your boyfriend who's got a bike. Do you know what I mean? Aye, which you know, is just, uh, which is mean? just, you know, because there is some. I think what was good to hear was that that's not the experiences that. The, in general, that that yeah. they're having now nowadays. Yeah, it's not to say that that hadn't happened in the past, you know. No, and, but I'd like to explore it more. And we did touch on it a wee bit with the girls, didn't we? But it'd be good to get some other kind of you know um, kind of groups in to, to chat with about. Aye, that, and I think you know? there's a, obviously we you I mean there's, we tried there should have been another couple of people here, but obviously yes. what mm-hmm. we'll do is we'll do it we'll do a kind of more um, we'll do another session. Um, and yeah. we'll get a couple of the other ladies in 
um, who again have been who are maybe different ages or into different things and, and that again yeah. just to get a viewpoint I know that a couple of the like, Yvonne and Janice are you mean part of the ladies of Hog yeah, yeah um, it might be worth us doing a little Hog special thing um, and, from and, a chapter yeah. perspective yeah just because not everyone I don't think not appreciates but understands what the chapter thing means and all that because mm. a lot of people have seen Sons of Anarchy mm. and it was a chapter it's a motorcycle club it's not a motorcycle club it's different from that um but also it's a good chance to get their kind of feedback and what Ladies of Harley means to them and what they why they invest so much time and effort in it and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's probably more to more to touch on there. But yeah. Yeah. But it's been good. I've enjoyed it. And um, yeah, again, and again you know, more, and, and, more, and, and I know about as I said earlier, I'm talking about you know, just male and female, but we would like to speak to all communities yeah, and, and yeah. see if that, that, that are bikers and, and you know or, or if there's if there's particular communities that, that find they just don't want to do it because you know because they just don't think they'll be accepted or think they'll be welcomed or whatever do you know what i mean Aye, and i think that's the i think that's the point i think the, and both nicola and shan made that point it's not like that i mean mm-hmm. it is very i mean it's most a, of the time yeah. it's very inclusive do you know what i mean and yes. i think it's a case of if you are thinking about it just just go and try it Aye, and you'll exactly. love it and and get just get out there and, and do it you, you won't regret it i mean and i think it's all the benefits just mm-hmm. outweigh any kind of i don't i don't even think there's negatives i don't think i can see a negative no do you know what i mean i i did expect other stuff to come up, and actually nothing came up. Everything was, it was quite, positive. It was quite refreshing. That it was so positive because I was, it I was, was, I was kind of curious because because you, you don't know as a guy walking in somewhere no. what it's like to be. No. And, and but then you don't know what it's like as a you know as a girl or as or as a, or as a gay man or as a, you know what I mean Aye, or, or, or as a black person. Or whatever. You don't know what it's like to walk into a certain place if you're not that person. Do you know no. what I mean? So. Why would you, you know, it's, it's good to, to, to understand that and understand and hopefully, if, you know, dealers and manufacturers that are listening and they, they, they understand that they, they are doing a good job out there. You know, they're, they're a, it's great that it's, it's about the bike. It's well, about the but bike. there's always room to improve. But there's always room to there's improve. There's always room to exactly. improve. But anyway, yeah. yeah, remember, again, this is just the opinions of us average bikers yep and uh, and and we'd love to hear your opinions so um a big thank you from us here please if you've enjoyed this please like share and more importantly subscribe yes. we will be hopefully getting some information out and a wee bit of merchandising so if anybody fancies to just you know promote it a bit more you know we've got the new cool logo we're looking to maybe pop some stuff on for you guys to enjoy um if you if you fancy i know there's been a few of the fans out there that have been uh, keen to see if we get some Merch, some merch, merch, some merch, merch, some merch. Um, we will make it as uh, as cheap as we can for you because we're, we're not in it for the money, but just in it to try and uh, no. And if you're out, enjoy if you're it, out, if you're at any events and you see us pop up, yep, come and have a chat. You mean we only have one T-shirt each, so we'll, we'll only have it on if it's clean that day. <laughs> Aye, that's so true. you know, so but then I've got my sticker in the back of my box. You've, so got, you've got your sticker in your <laughs> box. Expression. Uh, exactly. So we'll um, you know we'll keep keep an eye out for it for Dan's box and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, if it's uh, if it's glowing black and yellow, then come up and say hello to him. Do you know what I mean? So, um, uh, so thank you very much. If you do want to get in touch with questions or a possible big question, then please email us at averagebikersinacave at outlook.com or get in touch via our Facebook page and Instagram. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. So until then, please remember that only a biker understands why a dog sticks his head out of a car window. Hurrah!